0: Okay. Welcome to Supercast Brothers, the podcast where I lose the plot on how to intro a fucking show. Oh, my uh, God. Take three. We're doing this. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'm Xantok. That's Jono. Oh, my uh, God. My favorite God. toothpaste brand is Fire Emblem Engage. What's yours?
1: I use Paradontics to help with my gingivitis.
0: I believe that. Mm hmm. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: I recently my my Quip toothbrush broke but if we get sponsored by them I'd like a new one in, in platinum. So right now I'm using my manual. And that's
0: your latest sponsor Raid Shadow Legends. No. <laughs> Killed me. I'm not playing Raid Shadow Legends at Clever.
1: <laughs> you should, one of these days because I'm one too busy playing to
0: make... Apex. No, god.
1: I'm too busy playing uh what is that one game? Five. I, Ivani or what? The one where they keep showing you like that shitty gameplay of them trying to aim the gun. On what? Facebook, the mobile apps, or the one where you have to collect the soldiers on a grid and are just always moving. And forward. they're
0: moving, and you get the two little flags to choose from. Honestly, that uh-huh. looks if that was the real game, that would be mm-hmm. kind of interesting. That'd be kind of fun, yeah, for yeah. a little bit, and then to be boring. But it's like, but it's. That's never, it, 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 That's never what the game always, is. That's
1: never what it, the game is. Always, yeah, it just ends up being some bejeweled knockoff. But it always pisses me off watching those things, and they know it. And they, the they suck at department. playing
0: their own fake game. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But they they hire some TikTok people to to be like playing the game now and having like Let's Play style reactions on their reels. Like, oh no, I can't believe I made that mistake. Oh my god, we can do that. We we'll probably
0: get some get some dinero out of that listen if it pays the medical bills
1: i wish this is america we're talking about
0: <laughs> yeah nothing pays your medical bills in america no not quite not mm. quite
1: uh, but then again this is a very viral podcast so we're happy to continue on in season four with our latest Mastopia episode
0: and our most recent sponsor garmin underwear
1: garmin that sounds so familiar is yes. that your brand
0: uh, maybe I can't show you because then we'll be kicked off of the internet.
1: Minus pair of thieves, they're they're uh, very smooth.
0: Man, you could ask, you could you could tell me that if I don't tell you what brand my underwear is, I would die instantly, and i just be like, well, I guess I'm dying because I don't fucking know. Who the hell thinks about that?
1: I don't. They're 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 Lister brand, like on Back to the Future.
0: I got it from Target. That's all I can fucking <laughs> tell you. I grabbed the bag that looked right. I was like, yep, that'll do. So did I. So did I.
1: Yours is probably Payne's Fruit of the Loom, something cotton. Probably.
0: I don't fucking know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Lasts a good long time. Comes in, like, variety packs, like, black and red and blue. Good Not tubs. red, but more Not or less.
0: Red. No, I feel yeah. like yeah. that'd be weird. I feel... I weird. wore red
1: underwear a couple times. More mm. yellow mm. underwear, too.
0: That, mm, was it yellow when you er, bought it? Some. All right, Patrick. <laughs>
1: oh, you know the lore. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's what I was referencing. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like oh okay so, uh, yeah. like yeah yellow it's like oh, well they weren't what i bought i was like okay this is the kids show <laughs> jesus christ
1: the, am- a the amount of
0: a- dirty jokes they put into kids shows that you don't know about until years later it's like oh my god oh, uh-huh. jesus yep this is yep. the only way yep. our parents could stomach these things being on holy yeah. shit
1: it goes on like like back into the 90s. Rugrats. Rugrats. And and Dr. Was bad. Just understanding what that entendre means now.
0: <laughs> oh, <clears throat> cartoons. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, I once watched a cartoon where a bush called somebody an ugly tramp. And I don't regret it.
0: Was this Steven Universe? It's close. Cool, so it was Adventure Time. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Steven's more wholesome than that. I don't think he could ever. He has a GameCube as well.
0: I mean, it's not him saying it. It'd be a Bush saying it.
1: <laughs> That's true. Maybe when he goes to college in the reboot.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the gritty Netflix live-action reboot. You Where everything what? is it- now in America. And not wherever it mm-hmm. actually is supposed to be. Uh, actually, no wait, no, isn't it California? I think I mentioned that before. It, yeah, so it's it, already it in is. America. Yeah. Awesome. Then we don't have yeah. to we don't have to uh, localize the rice balls to be cheeseburgers. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah, there there are there is a fry shack in Beach City where Stephen goes often and he eats the fry bits for
0: free from the from the back counter. Oh, ace attorney in your Japanifornia. <laughs> it's so blatant when you realize it. Oh, it's oh, wor- it's worse in like Spirit of Justice. It's just like, hey, here's a <clears> whole <throat> village that's about Japanese culture, but we're in California still? Mm, okay, <laughs> no, not Spirit of Justice, dual destinies. Dual destinies.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. They got a lot of jelly
0: donuts there, don't they? Yes, they do, Jesse. Yes, they do. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, God. Fucking localization. Uh, you know what we I don't got to worry about localization yeah. with, though? Smashtopia! Hey, that's not what this Vegas. episode is. Oh, oh, that is what this yes, episode is! is. Yes, right! It is. Fuck! I was going to say it's a smash hit. It's like, no, it's not. This is Smashtopia! And you'll see <laughs> from the title, we're not doing a character today! We're not getting oh, ourselves my. canceled! That is not today. God, That's tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this... <clears throat> what this season? is a chaotic opening. I, mean, I blame you for the one-hour pre-show that you fucking threw at me. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I had to start the shit before we start doing it in a bad way. But, uh um, preceded by the two-hour pre-show we had the day before, where we tried to record the first time. This, that happened. Also, Technically, this episode has yeah. had three hours worth of pre-show. Uh, and at least a third of that was talking about Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> yep. Uh, where was I? Right. Uh, it's than fuck, it. shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do a show. Uh, <laughs> We're not making a character today. You know, like we've done the last few seasons, we like to have an episode where we oh, don't do a character. God. We do a bunch of other stuff. <clears throat> season one, we did a fuck coming to see us trophies. Season two, stages. Season three, Pokemon. And now this season, we're going to do some items. And by some, I mean like 40. If we get to them all. We might. I don't fucking know. If we don't, if we have, if we, <clears throat> I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. But we got to start off with showcases. Picking out a couple things off the wiki that we've done. Oh
1: my god.
0: That weren't <laughs> done on the podcast. We're just going to cover some fun new other stuff. Jono, what's a showcase that you have for us today?
1: Uh, You know, just a little bit of da-da-da-da.
0: Da-da-da-da-da.
1: Uh with the Carmen Troop. What's the Carmen Troop, you may ask? Oh, uh, as you just yeah, because
0: the graphic isn't appearing. I'm just like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> Whoops. Well, they're a collective. There they're go. they're friends you may know from the Super Smash Brothers series already. Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Link, Samus Aaron, Bowser, Donkey Kong, Pit. And they come together after you've beaten a Type B game on the NES version of Tetris to play the Abanera from Carmen. So they are the Carbon Troop. And they play a lovely Russian classical number for you after you've beaten the Type B game. (laughs) Um, So this came out of nowhere. Obviously. Uh, I was was playing the NES version of Tetris one day and I was like, hey, (laughs) why not? Why not do this? So reading the mode of assistance here, it's it's rather common that they they're, they have a chance of appearance that's rather common. Uh, all eight of these characters appear uh, with their respective uh, dance and or musical appliques um, applied. So Mario and Luigi are dancing a, a Russian folk dance. Peach is clapping along. Uh, Link is playing a flute, which is rather appropriate uh bowser has an accordion donkey kong has a marching drum donkey konga pit has a violin and samus of course rocks the cello uh so they um in smash they'll they'll make their way along across the stage they're all eight bit by the way uh about the size of like the advanced wars infantry uh they're marching pretty quickly so they're they're going about as far as a about as far-flung as a ghost in Pac-Maze would when it's uh, when you eat a power pellet, so they're moving pretty fast. Uh, <clears throat> the march hones in on the nearest opponent as they're snaking through the stage, and, and they just batter them around. They can be KO'd, so you can be knocking these characters around, and then they'd have to return to their form and, and march again and hone in on you. Uh, so yeah, it's just decent, persistent damage, but they can be KO'd, so they're, they're more common-appearing uh, assist trophy. Um, and during the onslaught, 8 bit fireworks shoot off in the background, and the Habanera plays um, over the stage in that original 8 bit comp- composition. So there you go. Why? I don't know. I thought it would be funny. Why? It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, if Sakurai was taking a drag one of these days, he's like, hmm, you know what? would be a good assist trophy the Carmen Troop I think that that could feasibly happen I mean I any, don't any,
0: any yeah I any don't. random
1: shit I mean yeah one of these days it's gonna be l Block's Final Smash
0: <laughs> there, there are some times where I see you put something up and I'm just like but why why mm-hmm. and I'm sure mm-hmm. there's been times you've seen something I built though and just like what the fuck it's like <laughs> Fuck you, is my response. <laughs> Savvy stylist. That's right. <clears throat> I fucking did it.
1: I almost thought we were going to get a new one at that Nintendo Direct. Then it was an game.
0: I honestly thought it was. I oh, thought really? it was going to be a new style. Savvy was like, oh no, do I need to update my character moveset? Oh, good. It's something else.
1: Oh. It's like, Ooh. oh no, do I need to suggest that Xantok play this on Twitch one of these days? I mean, you can still suggest it. Yeah, you can. I might reserve that for the Samba de Amigo port, though. So,
0: I- I'm honestly considering trying to do some kind of like a week-long sub-event where I stream every day of the week uh, <coughs> later in the year. So we'll see what mm-hmm. I end up do- what I if I do that and how I do it. I have thoughts, but we'll see. Okay. okay. Uh, that said, sure. let's get to our next showcase, and hopefully the image shows up because I didn't want it to for the last one. Okay, good. It is. Awesome. It's the lion for Game and Watch. What the fuck? Like, yep, I did that. But what does it do?
2: Well, roar. It's not,
0: uh, actually, it doesn't roar. It's it not a assist trophy, nor is it a spirit. It's an enemy. Our first enemy Wait. submission that we're talking about here, the uh, showcase on stuff on the supercast for this podcast. So, the Game and Watch games. So something that I'm personally trying to do with every franchise that has a character in Smash is I'm trying to do, like, making my own character stage, item, enemy, and whatnot for every franchise when fucking possible. A second character for Game & Watch? I don't know if that's possible. But I can do an enemy. Yeah. And the Lion works for that. Because in the Lion game, you're two zookeepers who are trying to keep... A pair of lions inside of a cage that isn't barred off, which is really terrible for safety when you think about it. And when the lions escape, they jump at the at the zookeeper and they make an attack at them. It's like, yep, that works for me as an enemy. And that's basically what these lions are going to do. They're going to be, they're kind of disjointed in their movement, like Mystery Game Watch is, going from like frame to frame. Uh, so they look kind of jerky like that. Uh, which makes them a little bit difficult to predict about like where they're moving until you like kind of learn their animations. Uh, they seem to just, like stay in an area kind of like, you know, they have their little cage. Just, they stay in a confined space. And so they see a target, in which case, you know, they'll chase after them like most enemies tend to go. They have two attacks. Uh, they have a lunging attack where they'll uh, jump forwards at, the, at an opponent, kind of like do a little uh, body slam towards them. And then they have a bite attack if the opponent is already within their melee range. They'll just bite down with their... How do you describe... Uh, their are two-frame Oz- animation teeth. Oh. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so just a thing. I wanted to do... I wanted to do something from Game Watch. I haven't done an enemy for him. I was like, let's see if there's a Game Watch game where I can come up with an enemy. And I did.
1: That is pretty cool. I, I like... You know, because Game Watch is one of the top most series in Smash where you jar your mind about potential representation.
0: Yeah, it's one um, of the hardest. it and Wii Fit are probably the hardest to do anything for oh oh yeah. those three. Like even Ralph mm-hmm. technically has more to pull from.
1: Yeah. Like if you were to get another character um for either for any of those franchises, what, what would it be? Mrs. Game and Watch? <laughs> It'd be Um I don't know expand we fit you can cheat expand we fit I mean too. you and could and ring yeah drink trainer yeah yeah I mean, uh, I, I, like, theoretically
0: yeah yeah like the- theoretically you could do a mrs game watch it's not like mr game watch existed before melee technically mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just have completely different moves pull from different games we fit trainer you yeah. could split male and female two different characters and have them do different yoga poses like theoretically mm-hmm. you absolutely mm-hmm. could yeah like how yeah, I recently did. made a separate of for <laughs> Alex from Minecraft with completed removes than Steve. Check it out.
1: Yeah, buddy. Go go look at that thing. You also made a stage for a cliff. I did. I yeah, did. Uh, it's the cliff that the Borzoi in that one video knocks the guy off of when he drops his wedding ring. Anywho. No, it's the cliff from Famicom Tech Club. Oh, that's right. Can uh, that Let Me Do It For You still be one of the tracks on the on the OST? I don't know what you're talking about, sir.
0: The one with the piano.
2: Let me do it for you.
0: You know your trolls work best when I know what you're talking about, right?
1: I uh, will talk about it later. I mean, we got therapy booked after this. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh,
0: your second you. showcase...
1: Yeah, my second so- showcase is uh, is a dragon, Dra- Dragon Koryuta, from Mystical Ninja, starring Goemon. So this character appears in, in several Goemon games, uh, <clears throat> beginning with-, with Gaiden 2, uh, but this is more specifically from the Mystical Ninja starring Goemon on the Nintendo 64 and where that takes uh, his appearance from. So Karyuta is a character in Goemon Games uh that can transform into a blue, into a giant blue dragon. The the basic gist of it is you use him to ride around and taxi around the 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 world of Edo. So It's a rear uh, yeah. So this is a fairly uh it's a scenic stage. So it's it's like a Zerda you know in the cloud sea but it's karuta it's a it's a much longer platform that undulates as the dragon moves in in the air um you know being an eastern dragon without without wings he's floating with mystical powers um <clears throat> and overhead i mean you're just looking at several mystical ninja landmarks like a to town or the castle or or a kai highway or or the ghost toys castle um and you're you're just moving around at different paces in, in midair. So it, it it is fairly simple, but, you know, depending on the turbulence, it could be a little harder to navigate or a little less difficult, depending on the timing. Um, it, I chose this because I think it was... it. It's indicative of a lot of different places from the Mystical Ninja games, since you get it in, in the Sky Tour. Um, and it's a freaking dragon. So... Bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. it's a pretty nondescript. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. But I think after Carmen Troop and having to wrap our heads around that one, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like people. It's not like the most commonly suggested uh, <coughs> new stage idea for Fireman Awakening isn't riding on top of Greenma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That would be a bumpy ride. <laughs> Probably. I mean, typically fighting riding off of Vinny dragon would probably be a bumpy ride. This is true. I kind of have to think about
1: the. This is an old game now, so whatever. I kind of have to think about that final chapter a bit too, when you're on Grimas' back and then fighting Grimas' head. It's like how does how does that?
2: Yeah.
1: Real, yeah. yeah, but man. yeah, <laughs> if they can explain that in a Smash stage. I'll, I'll vouch for it too.
0: You know what Me I do either. know? I know no. what my showcase is. Oh, okay. for mine, uh, I had this idea last uh, towards the end of last year, and I posted <laughs> it in January. I decided I wanted to look up what was the oldest known video game, and I wanted to see if it was possible to make some kind of smash stupid content out of it, whatever it ended up being. And I got lucky. I to make the yeah, stage. you did. And that game yeah, yeah. and the stage are both called Tennis for Two.
2: Tennis oh, for Two name.
0: is was made in 1958, before the NES <laughs> and Jesus. all that fun stuff. It was made for a public exhibition at the Brookhaven National Laboratory. And it's <laughs> quite simply a game of tennis. People had a controller that had like a, a dial that they could twist and turn. Uh, and it was played on an oscilloscope, or at least that—well, that's how you viewed it. It was played on the Donner Model Thirty analog computer, uh, and it was able <laughs> to simulate trajectories along with wind resistance. So, kind of wild. Nice. Uh, pe- people looked at the oscilloscope because that—that well, was essentially their screen. Uh, and the stage for for this for the smash stage of it, kind of like with Flapson, how you're fighting inside of a game watch c- controller. And when you mm-hmm. like pause the game and it zooms out, it shows the actual game and watch and whatnot. not. For this stage, same deal. You were fighting inside of the oscilloscope. So you've got the green line is the bottom of your stage. You've got uh the crisscross grid in the background. If you pause the game, you zoom out. You're going to see the oscilloscope uh that you're actually fighting on. And it's a very simple stage. It's just flat ground going all the way across. Uh, and there's like a, a green net in the middle just represented by a solid, solid vertical line. That's all it is. Uh, And it practices a small barrier so you can't run through it. And there will be a a tennis ball that kind of just like starts in the middle. And it will randomly go either left or right to one side of the stage. And attacks can hit it and knock it back over to the other side of the stage. If this tennis ball uh, makes it across to the other side of the screen and it goes past the blast zones, then any character that is on that half of the stage will take damage. Nice. Just like, don't let the tennis ball get to the other side of the screen. That's simple. It doesn't matter. You know, this isn't real life tennis, so it, it can bounce on the ground multiple times. There's no rule against that. It's just don't let it hit to the other side of the screen. Kind of like um, mm-hmm. Pong. Not Pong. Yeah, Pong. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically mm-hmm. Pong or table tennis, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, once the ball is gone, after roughly 10 seconds pass, a new ball will spawn and it'll go towards you left to right. <clears throat> Pretty simple. Uh, I wanted to make something that was. The oldest content possible. And I feel like I did it.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean Until we get some Dante's Inferno in there. Just kidding. But uh, as far as a video game goes, absolutely. I didn't even realize the first video game was made in 1958. Right? Yeah. That, that is a considerably... Like, were your, were your parents and even alive at that point? And it's
0: technically arguable uh, yeah. if it's a video game or not. But considering <clears throat> it's played on a screen... You got a controller, and it's played for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. sounds like a video game.
1: Yeah, and considering, first of all, I'm glad that the the, the true grandfather of video games is a man named Higginbottom.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the design, by the way, the design also almost took a couple hours, and then actually building the computer and whatnot for it took three mm-hmm. weeks. No. Nash. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they did it,
1: and here we are now. Looks like you're playing from out of a submarine window. You could
0: it was only available to be played for three days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Imagine digging digging back into this history. I mean, we got Pong as an assist trophy yep. in, in Smash. It, like, um, it,
0: it proved to be so popular was... that the next year they did they had an improved <laughs> version of it with a larger screen and you could even simulate different levels of gravity. Oh nice. Yeah. It's honestly impressive.
1: This is This is a new, yeah, I mean, considering they didn't even have a microwave when this thing was invented.
0: (laughs) Did they have sliced bread?
1: Maybe. It was some some guy out in the mountains somewhere cut a piece of bread in 1958 for the first time.
0: Sliced bread (laughs) invented. Let's see. Sliced bread was in 1928. First sold in 1928. So you could ah. say it, that it is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You could. Which now means that
1: everything invented after this game, you have to say it's the greatest thing invented since Tennis for Two. Correct. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the greatest thing developed since Tennis for Two.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I think fans of uh, certain games of the year would disagree, but they're wrong.
1: Yeah, there's certain people in a friend group who would be wrong as well.
0: You you want to prove me wrong? Post in the comments. Say why your favorite game is the greatest thing since Tennis for 2. You all Yeah,
1: what is it? what is it? What's what's your favorite game? Are are you are you a pleb? Is it is it Ocarina of Time?
0: Carmen The Troop? Last of
1: Us. Tetris for the NES.
0: Carmen Troop RPG.
1: I, I fucking wish. I fucking wish. I, I would get Carmen Tree RPG put on one of these things that, that, that William Hickenbottom made.
0: <laughs> play it on your TI 9 calculator. Or whatever. That's fucking 89. I don't fucking know. Calculator models. It's weird. Why do they play Doom? Why can they play Doom? This doesn't. Why? Why can everything play Doom?
1: And Skyrim. Bethesda, man.
0: Man, fucking. Don't you guys have phones? Yeah. I do. That's good. We should probably move on at this point. Remember, remember no when we have to
1: buy I had to buy an algebraic calculator for high school. I mean, yep. if I was just a little if I was a little younger, that wouldn't have had to happen. I feel gypped. Anyway, but then
0: they also wanted to shame us every time we wanted to use our calculators. It's like you made us buy them. What the fuck yes. do you want? Yeah, but at the start of the year, have a
1: TI9 calculator. Like, okay. Um, then it's like, in the real world, you won't have a calculator in your pocket at all times. Windows XP. Back Why is anyway, that your
0: phone background?
1: I can't tell you.
0: <laughs> Jesus, child. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, let's get to some items. Uh this is the items Cornucopia or items <laughs> what what do we name this one? Smorgasbord. Uh I don't remember what this episode is called. Um, cornucopia. It's item- cornucopia. cornucopia. Is that what I said? I think that's what I said originally. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. items Cornucopia. We've got 20 items each. And we're going to display as many of them as we possibly can in the hour and a half hour and a half that we have left of this show. Or if we're like Two away, we'll just keep going because who we'll fucking just, cares? Yeah. yeah. I don't care. It is, uh, Jono, you want to go first? You want to show us your first item? Sure. And hopefully, I, the I graphics like work because so far for both your showcases, the graphics didn't work and I had to reset them, and that's not fun. So, hopefully, we don't do that anymore.
1: <clears throat> hopefully, so. Yeah. Well, we'll see when we get there, which is now. So, my first item is the Ultra Hand.
0: Ultra Hand! Alright, that's
1: a All very right. old Nintendo toy. Yes, it is. And I'm looking up the date that it came out because that was not in my notes. The late 1960s, so it wasn't quite 1958, but it was close. Yeah. Not was not as close. old as
0: Stands for Two.
1: No, not quite. Um but back in the day when Nintendo were making toys and, and subletting in love hotels, they released the Ultra Hand as one of their primary uh toy market items. So how does the... uh, And we also had an Ultra Hand Grilling game released on WiiWare back in the day for Club Nintendo uh, members. How does the... And I like this placing, too, because, I mean, you you did two pretty old retro things in a row and this kind of follows suit. Um, You press A... yeah,
0: I did. I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) If I (laughs) realized
0: that, I would have swapped one of them out for a later episode. No,
1: I I like how it was
0: like a theme, but... (laughs) It (laughs) wasn't.
1: you, You press A to extend its grip. Um, and then press A again to clamp down and have the whatever you grab return to you or have the Ultra Hand return to you. Uh, this can be used to grab opponents. So you extend it out, you grab them with the little pinchy plunger claws, and you can use it to do like a really awkward throw. So you can throw it forward or up or down or or back, just like an extended grab. Um, I'd recommend throwing them into the ground. It would be funny looking. Uh, or you can use it to pick up items and bring it back to you uh you won't pick up a smash ball that's one of the only exceptions uh but you can damage it with it lightly uh so the, the push and pull of it is kind of sticky it's a little awkward to you know like an actual ultra hand is um it's interesting that nintendo created this thing because it's it's such an ubiquitous design there were definitely american knockoffs that we had as kids um but yeah it's awkward to control, but it's effective in that it can reach as far as min-min's arms.
0: Now here's a question I have. Yeah. It's an extended, it's an extended grab to any character. But if I use the ultra hand and I grab them onto a character and I bring them to me, am I using my throw at that point? Like the, like if I'm playing Mario and I do a backwards throw, is he going to the, get the spin and then toss them, Or is the ultra hand I have its own specific throws uh, for each direction?
1: The Ultra Hand has specific throws. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: There we go. First one done. Let's go. Let's go. I am going to start off with a simple item. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a it's a melee weapon. It's a surfboard. Specifically, it is Funky Kong's surfboard from the Donkey Kong games. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun one. He yeah, added, added funky mode, man. I added funky mode. So the surfboard, <laughs> uh, it's it's honestly kind of similar to how the ore Club works as an item. It's just mm-hmm. big items. You can just push the button, you can just do a whack with them, hit them with the base of the surfboard. Or if you do a charge attack, uh, it has a little bit of something extra with it. It's not going to create like a spir- spiraling tornado like the or Club does. No, instead it will create a rush of water that goes all- along with nice. the swing. Nice. And it only goes for like a short distance, but it's supposed to be like, um, you know, a little bit of damage, but also just like knocking opponents away a, a better... Mm-hmm. Of more mm-hmm. horizontal distance.
1: That's that is great. that's that's awesome. Uh, ca- when you're carrying it and you jump over water, will you ride the surfboard?
0: Did I write that down? I did not write that down. however, I like it. I like it. yeah yeah I'm a, I'm gonna make a note. Okay. it's fair. Keep it funky. Yeah. I will. I will. It's, it's, it's the surfboard. Mm-hmm. Surfing, I wanted to do something surf. from Donkey Kong. It's like, surfboard, let's go.
1: That's awesome. That is so great.
0: <laughs> okay, what a way to start
1: off. But yeah, continuing the trend. I have a very uh, simple item for my second as well. Yeah. Um, funky surfboard, actually. It's a melee atom as well. It's, it's the Javelin from Fire Emblem. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, finally, a polearm weapon. Finally, yes. If we can't get Ephraim in the game, at least we can get this. Uh, So, you pick it up. You basically pole vault it forward. You toss it. It travels in a curved arc. Uh, really kind of cutting, deep knockback, blammo, disappears. Done.
0: Now, question. Mm -hmm. Can it just be used for, like, for melee strikes? Uh, Or does it have to be thrown?
1: If you press the standard, just A button, it'll throw it. But uh, I guess if you use uh, side attacks, you could potentially use it as a standard weapon. I mean, that's
0: canon to Fire Emblem as well. Exactly. Um, I mean, because, so, like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. like, there's other items that um you can press A with the, cause, Like, with standard, <laughs> you know, weapon items, well, not, I guess not all of them, you're pressing A, you know, you just hit something with it, but if you do, uh, but they can all be thrown as well, so.
1: That could be, that's true. Maybe you can uh, use it as a regular lance with the mm-hmm. A button, but if you. But a charge
0: attack could be the throw. throw. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or even just literally the throw button could be sure. a throw. Okay, that's that's a good idea. I'll keep
0: a mental note of that. All right, uh, my next one. Let's see here. Let's go. Something. Yeah, sure. Uh, from Pokemon, let's talk about the Super Repel. Okay. Repels in Pokemon. You know, you. Uh, well, I should probably turn off the Javelin image. Ha! You should probably <laughs> get rid of that one. Uh, the Super Repels. Yeah, you press one, you spray it around you in Pokemon, and now you're not going to get Wild Pokemon encounters for the next X amount of steps.
2: hmm
0: Can't really work the exact same way uh, in Smash Bros. But instead, you activate the Super Repel. Uh, I, actually, I believe I have essentially activated it upon picking it up immediately. Kind of like, you know, like mm-hmm. a Super Mushroom activation. Uh, and it will create this sphere, mm-hmm. this transition sphere around you that's, just like, that's showing you how big the, the Repel is just, like, following you basically. Uh, and it's passive. It just hangs out there. Any other fighter, besides people obviously on your team, that enters the range will just take damage uh, passively. They'll just take damage for every second that they're in that range. So you can just run up to something, just be damaging them and then while you're attacking them or just run at them and they're just going to take hits and they can't really stop it unless they try to get away from your range.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: That works. Yeah.
0: Super Repel. Um, I'm
1: very familiar with that item. It's it's what you generally uh, use when I'm in an immediate vicinity. So you can relate. It's effective.
0: Yes, it is. Super effective. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. Yes.
0: It's like, Unfortunately, uh, it's actually not. But the funny thing is it's it's not in a Scarlet and Violet. No Repels are in the game because they're all overworld encounters. So you can just run away from oh. things whenever, but I yeah. really wish they were because sometimes you get in, you get out of a fight and there's another Pokemon that's uh, already touching your character and you get immediately pulled into a new fight. Why? Why is there no? I can't think of the word, but why? What? Why?
1: Just like a refractory moment to kind of get away from things.
0: That's a weird way of putting that, but yes. Yeah. Uh, Like, give me, like, invincibility frames from getting in encounters for a couple seconds, please.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Speaking of
1: Pokemon. Yes. Ah. All right. We are making moves here. So my third item is from the, uh, this is not so standard. It's the Fit Meter from WeFit. I'm sorry? It's the Fit Meter from WeFit. Uh, so when Wii Fit was released um, all too long ago at this point unfortunately for for my um, aging ego um, it came with a pedometer or at least certain packages did Uh, it may have been like a Target special or something you slip the pedometer into your pocket you walk around you can add your steps onto the Wii uh, Fit game and that's kind of it In Smash, uh, it still attaches to your hip and counts your steps. So, you put it on, it's visible at the character's uh, hip, like where the pocket is, whatever. uh, And a counter appears by your character portrait. Get 100 steps in and heal 10% damage. Can be used up to 10 times before disappearing. But it can be knocked off. And if you wait too long, it'll fall off on its own. That sounds impossible. So, so put it on and just kind of run like crazy around and around. Yeah, it may need to be
0: buffed. It may be 50 steps. But. It's like, it's like I'm thinking, in my head, it's like, okay, somebody like Sonic. Yeah, it's not going to be too hard for him. But mm-hmm. Ganondorf.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, never said it was
1: going to be easy for everybody, but we're going to put in the work. Okay. Uh, I may may buff it, but the general idea is there.
0: All
2: right.
0: Wild (laughs) one, but okay. Uh, So here's a question for you. Something Nintendo or something not Nintendo? Not Nintendo. Then I give you from Minecraft Dungeons the power shaker the what the power shaker
1: is is this like a a dumbbell
0: you know the image kind of no wait i'm thinking of the wrong thing no it's not a dumbbell Uh, (laughs) minecraft dungeon has a lot of items in it that are called artifacts (laughs) that when you activate them they give you some kind of special effect and the power shaker is one of these artifacts Now, in Minecraft Dungeons, when you activate it, uh, then for like the next so many seconds, your attacks have Mm -hmm. a chance of exploding enemies. They just go boom. (laughs) Now, in Smash, this is going to work a little bit differently. It's not going to make all your attacks have a chance of having explosion. Instead, you're going to actually wield the Power Shaker as a weapon. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The Power Shaker, when I first saw it Sprite, and I don't know if this is what it's supposed to be, but when I saw it Sprite... What it looked like to me was a dynamite block on a stick. And I just Mm -hmm. took that, and I decided to run with it. So the Power Shaker is a one-use weapon. Hit somebody, TNT, go boom. Explosion with a melee hit. Mm -hmm. It's going to hit the opponent. It's going to send them flying back damage. It's even going to hit the user, but for a reduced amount of damage. Holy cow. Power
2: Shaker. cool.
1: Why not? Explosive looks like looks like a uh, dollar store mule near yeah i mean that's fair yeah. yep <laughs> okay question for you nintendo or non nintendo
0: let's go let's see so far you've done i think you've only said you... nintendo things so far cuz you yeah. said yeah so let's do a non nintendo from you
1: okay from the street fighter series it is the long scarf what? The, the long scarf. The very long scarf. Wasn't that a nice bedtime story I'd read to you as, as a child? No. No. You prefer the one with the talking clam, don't you? Yes. Yeah, like that guy. You got a movie. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, slash at opponents with this electrified scarf, uh, inspired by the character Rose from Street Fighter. Uh, hit them enough and the scarf will gain more electricity. Friction, okay, you okay. know. And release a supercharged attack before it disappears. So you have it. You're whipping it around, doing your thing. Uh, it can extend about as far as Vampire Killer with Simon Richter. If you're if you're extending it that far, uh, you build up friction with the electricity. Eventually, it glows super bright, indicating a super attack is ready. You bring it out. It's like a critical hit, and, and ta-da. Okay. I feel like not it's exactly, not exactly warm and fuzzy in the traditional sense.
0: No, no, it's really not.
1: No, no. But you know, it was made for the streets.
0: I don't know if that's true, but all right.
1: The street fighters.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Time. Uh, next one for me. Let's go with. Let's see here. I've done two melee weapons, a passive. Let's talk about something you can throw. <laughs> Okay. Hmm. But a normal throwing item or a not normal throwing item? That's the question, isn't it? Let's do a normal throwing item for now. Okay. And with that, I give you the spike grenade from Halo. Oh, nice. So most people will probably think a Halo weapon, probably a gun, or you know the the sticky bomb. But, or the plasma bomb, whatever it's called, but the gooey bomb smashes already The plasma grenade, so meh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead, I have mm-hmm. the uh, the spike grenade. The spike grenade it works kind of similar. You can toss it, and it will stick to uh, either like a fighter or a wall, a, uh, a floor, whatever. Uh, and similarly, you know, to the gooey bomb as well. If, if fighters run past it, it can be traded from one character to another. But when it explodes, not only is it going to have like its own little explosion radius on it. But the spikes shoot out. So they can hit other things that are nearby. They can hit the fighter that already got the explosion on them normally. Or just other fighters that are nearby. Because the spikes like just kind of like shoot off in a random direction. And hit whatever there. Nice.
1: I, I enjoy this. It, it would be a weapon of choice in, in our post-apocalyptic reality. Mm. Spiky. Okay going back to my list here so i'm gonna give you something you can throw as well and in a sense it's even explosive mm. it's uh a, a fruit of the slightly more obscure variety that not everyone's a fan of i think it's okay juice is pretty decent anyway it's the promegranate a smash brothers original item courtesy of me jano what we're doing it. We're going pomegranate style. Uh, Why? I had this idea one day. I'm, I've done a couple of Smash Brothers original branded items on the wiki, like uh, a beach ball, I believe. And I wanted to follow that up with something for for this podcast because I thought it would be entertaining. So uh, we're settling on this, and then you know, just in general um yeah so so how does the pomegranate work you may ask it works like this you toss it you could toss it pretty quickly because it's so small like a deku nut but when you, you throw it deals light damage if you throw it at somebody and then it explodes it breaks and you eat all of its little seeds to to garner little bits of, of damage healed. Uh, so, like twenty seeds can be released from this thing when it explodes, and you are tasked with eating them. So you can heal nominal damage, like three percent damage per seed. And that's the pomegranate. Okay. And and, and yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the pomegranate. Some Somebody saw something one day and they said, hey, it looks like a pomegranate and I don't know what it was but it looks like a pomegranate. Right. And it became no matter what language you spoke in it, syllables or, or frequencies, it's it's the world of creation, vibrating strings between sound. It's a sure. Pomegranate.
0: Sure. Yeah. Whatever helps you mm-hmm. sleep at night. hmm All right. Let's get weird. With my next one, it's also a fruit, like your pomegranate. <laughs> it's also a fruit, uh, but it's a it's a fruit from a video game, not not a real world fruit. It's a it's a made mm-hmm. up fake fruit. It's called mm-hmm. the palpoo fruit from Kingdom Hearts. Oh yes. Now mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody is wondering, all 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 of our thousands of viewers, how the fuck is the palpoo fruit gonna be an item? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. So the palpoo fruit. In Kingdom Hearts, there's a legend that says if two people share a palpu fruit, then their destinies will become entwined, and they will just remain a part of each other's lives forever. And that's just, I guess, Kingdom Hearts' way of being romantic. I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So how does working smash? It's it's gonna be fun. Want to tell you? You pick up the palpu fruit. You go to an opponent. You press the attack button when you're within melee range of them, but instead of hitting them with the Paopu fruit, you split the palpoo fruit and you share it with each other. Now this does two things. One, it's going to heal both of them a small amount. It's going to heal them both 5% damage. But then they're also going to have a golden glow surrounding each other as they gain a new suspect that is called Bonded, because their, their destinies are now intertwined for the next so many seconds, of course. Mm -hmm. Any damage that is taken or healed by one of these two fighters will be shared. So if one of them uh, eats a maximum tomato, they're both getting the effects of the healing. If one of them gets hit by a Doria, they both take the damage of the Doria. Now, they don't both uh, take the knockback, because that'd be a little much. They just take the damage. mm -hmm. Uh, And you also cannot uh, jump off a stage to uh, die... And expect that to instantly kill the other fighter as well. That won't work. You can't. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Uh, additionally, it's not going to affect any suspects. Like if you get shrunk by a poison mushroom, or you <clears throat> get made missile by a superstar, that's not going to apply to the other fighter. Uh, it's really just damage and damage that gets healed. Additionally, mm-hmm. uh, you know we just talked about how you can throw some items. If you throw the paltry fruit. It's not going to have the activate the effect. You have to do it within melee range. Throwing it just does like 1% damage to another fighter. That's it. But if you can activate bonded, you could do some weird shit. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm into. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, I know you are. It's weird.
1: It's <laughs> really weird. Let's bond over that Paopu fruit. No. They're like brothers. No. Only closer. How poo? Nope. So with that said, um, clams. You like seafood? You like clams? No. We have a friend. We have a friend. Trevor. Trevor, you know that guy.
0: I do know that guy. Yeah. He,
1: uh, he, he loves clams. He, or at least he used to. He, it used to be his favorite food that his dad would steam for him in a large bucket for him to eat dozens of on his birthday every year. But because he now works at a biology center, which deals with uh, water treatment, and he is around clams quite often and, and sees some of their biological constructs in, a, in an aquarium uh, and deals with them on a near-daily basis, he has now since uh, had a, had a damage to his relationship yeah, with clams. He doesn't consume them as often. So let's talk about clams from Splatoon. Okay.
0: Clams. <laughs> from Clam Blitz, I assume.
1: Yes, clams from Clam Blitz. So in Clam Blitz and Splatoon, I, something that I never really played all that often, to be honest uh, with you. It sucks.
0: I hate it. Yeah. It's, it's the mm-hmm. worst mode in the game.
1: I agree. But hey, it gave us this item submission. So there's what it's good for. Um just like in Clam Blitz, you can collect clams that appear on screen. Uh, so you you can uh, you can sorry, I, I, there's something in the background. I got distracted. So you, it's like the Dragoon or or any any other number of items. In that you can run around and collect multiple parts, basically. Or or that's not that's not totally. No, actually, no. It, there's there's a part of it that is Dragon-esque. So there's eight clams on screen at a time. They're they're small little things, kind of just bouncing around. You and your opponents, every, anybody can get the clams, and then when you get them, they follow you from behind, like in Clam Blitz, or Yoshi with his eggs, or what do? So um, you are you touch one, and you get it to follow you around. When you throw it. You're throwing it kind of like you would if you're throwing a beam sword or or a, or a uh, beast ball or whatever, just straightforward. forward. Uh, and then the individual clam it does minimal damage, uh, breaks on contact. It's not very impressive on its own, not even in rapid fire. But if you collect five clams, if you collect five clams before throwing any of them, it becomes a power clam. The larger, shining, glowing power clam.
0: Which just looks like an stuff football.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. You throw it and it deals incredible damage and knockback. And the clam blitz continues until the clams disappear basically. So it's and it's it's a little hectic. And that's the clams from Splatoon as an item. Okay.
0: Okay. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate glam blitz, honestly. It's my it sucks. Yeah, yeah that's fair.
1: I never I, I honestly never played any of the kind of extra modes in Splatoon that I, often. Besides I, I
0: gave I gave all the ranked modes a try. The only one I actually like legitimately like with splat zones, but that's it's just it's basically turf war. And I like turf war. Mm-hmm. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people like they don't want to play turf war because of cause it's not it's, ranked.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's basically. not ranked,
0: and it's more susceptible to only the last minute matters, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the ranked modes for the most part. They're mm-hmm. fine, so long as it's not Blitz. But I definitely prefer normal gameplay.
1: Yeah, me too. At, at the time of recording, I think there's a there's a spot fest going on Splatoon 3. And I can't tell you what it is. That's
0: how far... Uh, Splatoon I can't. Yeah. It's milk chocolate versus dark chocolate versus white chocolate. Oh, milk chocolate, obviously. White chocolate, um, obviously. Oh,
1: okay. Well, white chocolate is also my favorite. I was just bringing out who I think's going to win. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's if they go with the colors, that's an interesting playing field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, <laughs> it's just, it shows how far I've fallen off Splatoon, though. I, I need to get back into it. Yeah, unlike Splatoon 2, um, yeah. I didn't
0: really like Splatoon 3. Like the, the first two games I played the multiplayer a decent amount after I did the single player. So 2 and 3 I didn't I didn't play the the multiplayer very much at all. And I think it's just because like ever since uh like the past I've been trying to just like play a bunch of games. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend too much time playing on the multiplayer when I can move on to play a different game,
1: developing a character in turf wars and whatever. It takes time.
0: Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And I'm also yeah. Yeah. Only middling at best for the multiplayer, and also you know it would also be nice to wait until we get more maps.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I want to. I do want to jump
1: back into it. There. There was a time when I was quite good at Splatoon, or at least thought I was, until we started playing Kelly. Um. And I would like to get ahead of it a little bit, but that's down the road. Like I need to beat Fire Emblem Engage. I need to play beat Xenoblade Chronicles three, as you know, as I have been needing to do for several for about half a year. Uh. <laughs>
0: Longer, because it released uh, last summer.
1: Really? Did it? I thought it was like November.
0: It might have been November.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, so there's a couple things to get to first.
2: But
1: one of these these days we'll get there, because I I quite
0: like Splatoon. Uh, Clams. Clams. I got a question for you. A game... From the 3DS or a game from the PS Vita.
1: What the hell? Uh, The PS Vita. Because very well,
0: not me. Allow me to tell you about a little game series you've probably never heard of it, called Danganronpa. Oh, yeah, those guys. So I have for you here the Mono Mono Machine. Uh, In Danganronpa, there is you know uh, more or less kind of like a support system. From, like, a fireman games where you can talk to people, you can get to know them, mm-hmm. get friendly, and you can, like, in three houses they Engage, you can give them gifts to get support points with them. In Danganronpa, there's also a gift system where you can give them the characters to raise your points with them to unlock, like, the next piece of the conversation. You get those gifts from the Mono Mono machine, which is basically a gachapon machine. You put in a quarter, uh, the thing twists, you know, the little capsule comes out, and you get an item and sometimes there's, uh, you know, you could get an old timey radio, or you could get a toy camera, or you could get uh, a magazine uh, or some really weird shit. There's some weird shit that you can get. It's a thing. but whatever. So how this is gonna work as I in Smash? Uh, think back to how the the dolphin item works, where you pick up Olimar's ship, you toss it, and it just plunks on the stage, and after a little bit it shoots upwards. My machine is going to work a little bit similar to that. You'll pick it up, you, you'll toss it, it'll thunk down to the stage, and it's going to start, you know, it's lights are going to start turning on, it's going to start spinning, and it's getting ready to shoot out a capsule at you, and then, uh-oh, it's starting to spark and smoke a little. That's not good. The top blows off, and capsules start flying up from the top, spewing out like a fountain. Mountains of capsules, All, uh, un- end- end- endlessly, just flying out there. Uh, and each individual capsule is weak as hell, uh, but multiple one can hit you, they'll knock you up into the air a short bit. Uh, and you can also get just like normal items can sometimes just like top fall off to the side as well. So you you could get a Deku Nut that just will appear next to the Monoma Machine, or a Gooey Bomb, or a Beam Sword, uh, and what oh, yeah. have you. Maybe a Ray Gun. Do mono, mono, we?
1: Oh, okay. Mono mono. That's what they say. That was my name. That was my nickname in college.
0: Yeah, I, I've heard. I've heard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On a similar note, although perhaps a little more uh, complex, you might say, I have a similar item. The thinking Mario card here. The item box. Oh, okay. Yeah, it really threw you for a curveball there when I said it'd be more more complex. It's actually not. The only note that I have for it
0: is hit it and item. So it's a party. It's an. It's a party ball slash crate item.
1: Yeah, so it's floating around just like in Mario Kart courses, and you hit it, and an item comes out. It could be any item.
0: Okay. Do you like instantly hold on to the item, or is it just like it drops you have to pick it up?
1: Oh, uh, it drops and you have to pick it up.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, I guess it's back to me. Vroom, vroom. Okay. Who's your favorite uh,
1: Mario Kart character?
0: Waluigi.
1: Bus driver. Waluigi. And then
0: they added in Iggy Koopa, or not Iggy Koopa? Lemmy Koopa. It's like oh, Lemmy Koopa. And then they added in the Inkling's, like. Inkling. sorry. Funky Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Well, at least at least we're not Jake and becoming Honey Queen mains.
1: No. Imagine that. That's a returning character.
0: No. <laughs> DLC. The, the. No. No. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. do. Let's do a, a a support item next. From Dead Rising, I give you okay Zombrex. Zombrix is a vaccine. Oh. It uh, it slows down the rate of zombification. So if you've been infected, just, you know, give yourself a little jab. And, you know, the zombie process is going to freeze for 24 hours. Theoretically. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, it may not always work. Uh, It started out in the Dead Rising Games, it only lasts for 12 hours. Uh, mm-hmm. then You know, they later improved the formula 24, and then they replaced it with a patch that you could just wear, and it would constantly inject you every 24 hours. But it also give you a GPS chip, so that if uh, it didn't work and you turned to a zombie, well, your GPS just got sent, and now they're going to kill you. Good times. But for Smash, you know, there is no zombification in Smash, but there are other little nasty mm-hmm. effects that can happen, such as, you know, being poisoned or... Being shrunk, being slowed, being stunned—Zombrex.
1: I hate being shrunk.
0: Zombrex yeah. will uh, make you immune to all those effects for a short time, of course. Uh, it lasts for twenty-four seconds. Once you activate the Zombrex, once you pick it up, it—it it, it immediately you inject it into your arm, and nice. during that time, you can't be affected by these negative stats conditions. So you can't be frozen. You can't have a flower placed on your head. Uh, your stats can't be lowered in any way. Uh, you, the Inkling zinc does nothing to you it's there oh. you, it's on you but it has no effect but if it's mm-hmm. still on you by the time the uh the 24 seconds were off then i guess you know it would it works then but before then no it means nothing to you
2: yeah
1: cool that's that's pretty clever and you know zombrex at first i thought it was a zombie dinosaur uh, then i then i uh, realized what it was and it's nat mean naturally i think that uh It working for only a limited amount of time um, and maybe not always working. I mean, yeah, that that sounds about right for uh, pandemic response. That joke didn't land. Let's move on to the fake item box from Mario Kart. Why? It's a red item box... Or actually, no, it's not. It's it's a item box that looks like an item box, but the question mark is upside down, like in some of the Mario Kart games. And uh... you hit it, and it, no item comes out, but it then hurts you. It it shocks you, it electrifies you, and then that happens.
0: See, the thing about the fake item box in Mario Kart games is, in the older games, it made sense because it was it wasn't as easy to tell it apart in older games, but in the mm-hmm. modern games, they make it just like mm-hmm. this very distinctive red. It's like, okay, well, that's bad. Not going to go over there and you get that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why I am specifically having it be the older design. That would be a little more difficult to, to test out.
0: Well, the graphic I chose is the red variant, so oh fucking oh, well. well. Better give it a stab as bricks Sure. Uh, next up, let's do an item that uh, has does not have an official appearance. There is no art. There is no sprite. There is just text. And I mean the Bag of Dragonite from Earthbound.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So the Bag of Dragonite in Earthbound is a challenge. It's a challenge. Because in Earthbound, you, you activate this item... And again, you don't see anything because Earthbound only shows like particle effects from attacks. But your character is supposed to turn into a dragon and unleash an attack against all the enemies uh, that you're in combat with. Jesus. So what does this do in Smash? More or less that. There will be a little bag that just (laughs) plops onto the stage. You pick it up. And until you're ready to use it, you're just carrying it in your offhand. But once you activate it, they're gonna sprinkle the bag of dragonite over their head, and they're gonna transform into a dragon. You're a dragon now. <laughs> While in this form, fires will become about the size of Bowser, so that means yes, Ridley will technically shrink, which is a very funny image. Ridley turns into a smaller dragon. Uh and no matter what, and they'll just release a massive fire reviewing attack at that moment. You cannot run around as a dragon with just. You're starting to jacket. You do a large fire beam attack, basically. Uh, it'd, it'd be like longer than Bowser's normal flame breath is, and dealing much more damage. Kind of instant. It's like a short radius uh, laser attack, instead of going mm-hmm. like all the way across the screen like a thoron. It's only going to go like a set distance. Mm-hmm. That said, actually, I'm I'm rereading it. Uh, it. No, it is it is a thoron. Actually, it's thoron. It actually goes all the way across the screen. Nice. Uh well, actually, no, that's not true. I'm rereading it again because you know, words. Uh it it goes, it travels the length of battlefield, but that's still pretty fucking sizable. It's just like a big old spout of flame that goes all the way across. Uh it's powerful, but that's pretty easy cue that it's about to happen because you know, this you see them sprinkle in the dust, they turn into a dragon, then they fire the beam. So you have a chance to get mm-hmm. away. But uh, additionally, while you're a dragon, you can be hurt, you can be attacked, but you take no knockback. But if people are behind no. you, they can just unleash attacks on you while you're transformed. Okay. Okay, that, that's fair. Interesting.
1: That's a that's a good approach to an Earthbound item. Um, <laughs> it it would be a bag of Dragonite would sound would be a lot different in the context of the Pokemon universe.
0: That's true. I was really hoping that when I was looking for art. Just like I was just googling like bag of dragons to see like what people have done. I was really hoping that there would be a bag that people just like had little dragonite heads poking out. I was like, oh please, but there wasn't.
1: Important, Th- there no. was
0: art of um, like Ness and company transformed into dragonites. <laughs> oh, that
2: exists.
1: That's good. That's, good. that's cool. That's glad <laughs> at least that exists. Uh, yeah, so my next item is uh, also technically not physically existent. It is, it is from a title where items are only expressed via text and through particle effects on the battle screen. It's the Horn of Life from EarthBound, for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: Now, I have to stop you. I have to stop you. Okay. Before you get into this item's details... Again, as you mentioned, we don't know what the Baggy dragon is supposed to look like in Earthbound. We don't know what the Horde of Life is supposed to look like. So, obviously, you know, when I'm having to look up graphics to put on this episode... Because I know I know what the items are that you're going to give us, but I don't know what they do. So I have to find mm-hmm. the graphics. And I saw Horde of Life and I'm just like, what the fuck image am I supposed to use for this? So I went searching, just tried to find something I can do. Mm-hmm. And I settled on a hot pink French horn... Cause what the fuck? So I just really hope. I just really hope that if we ever get an Earthbound remake or whatever your version of the Horn of Life is, I really hope it's a hot pink French horn, or that it, it is work. now. It is now.
1: <laughs> okay, so my mind naturally, I think went to just you know the curved Viking horn. Kind yeah, of that like, that makes more very, sense.
0: Yeah. But I didn't find the but, image similar to that that I liked and I thought was fun. So
1: Yeah, so it's Earthbound. It's Mother. Let's just go with the pink French horn. It makes okay. sense because it's the context of the series. And that's going to be on the Smashtopia Wiki as well. So Send me that image. Um, okay, so the Horn of Life in, in Earthbound, you blow on it and it cures all status effects. It, it remedies the dead. So you can use it to resurrect. It's, it's like a Phoenix Down. You can hmm. resurrect a party member with it there's not a whole lot of that going on i was thinking about maybe making it more pure to the initial idea having it be a team item but team i i don't know i i, I personally don't play a lot of team smash so i was not really excited by that so i went with uh something a little more universal blow into the pink french horn of life to cure yourself of any status ailments and heal all of your damage You can also blow enemies back with it, although that doesn't deal damage. So like a little puff of air emanates from out of the horn and surrounds you while you're being healed. Okay. Yep. The pink
0: French horn of life. (laughs) Hell yes.
2: yes.
0: There you go. All right. Question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. An item that you sit on, or an item that sits on you.
1: Oh, God. really got to roll the dice with this one. I think I'm going to go item that sits on you.
0: All right. From Dragon Quest, I give oh you boy. the Slime Knight. No. <laughs> now, uh, in most Dragon Quest games, the Slime Knight is an enemy. It's this little diminutive knight person riding on top of a green slime.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, in, well, you know, reports are mixed, some believe that it's the slime that's the true monster and it's commanding the knight. Scary mm-hmm. thought. In fact, in Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime, this a, a personal favorite of mine, the slime knight mm-hmm. is an item in that game as well that you can use, you know, throw into your tanks and have it shoot. But when you're playing through the normal gameplay, you can also just, like, carry okay, the slime knight on your head, like all the other items game, they all ride up on your head, but the slime knight has a special function in that game. When you press the A button, the slime knight swings its sword. Mm-hmm. Well, in Smash, you pick up the slime knight, sits on your head, When you, anytime you press the A button to do an attack, the slime knight attacks as well. Swings its sword horizontally. <laughs> so nice. you do a punch, it does a, it does <clears> a, <throat> a slash. Mega Man shoots his <laughs> Mega Buster, slime knight does a slash
1: that is great that is great that's funny that's a great visual i do i had a dream of something like that similarly but instead of a slime knight it was it was uh, trevor oh i'm sorry it's quite interesting quite quite a dream uh, and he and he used a wee wheel instead of a sword mm. yep. some history there so i'm gonna follow up with something related to swords and square enix um, the Blood Sword from Final Fantasy. I know that thing. I know that thing. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's it's from the Final Fantasy series
0: of video games, as you know, uh, a favorite of yours. Yes, I believe it. I think yes. it first minute appearance in two, I think, or the three. I want to see what three. Two. I think. Huh. I I know in Dissidia, Furian, Furian's EX mode is equipping all the blood weapons, so I assume. <laughs> Two was their first appearance. That makes sense to Two me. Two is correct. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Selected it up. That Just said, the image up. I chose is the one from twelve because I think that looks cooler.
1: Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yes, it does look cooler. That that is a firm blade. Yeah, it is. So so you use the blood sword. Uh, it saps damage dealt and heals you. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. So you use the blood sword and smash. You slash an opponent with it and then it heals you. Uh, and I have it tracked down in Smash. So this is how it works: you use a standard attack, it deals what eight percent damage. You're healed eight percent. You use a smash attack and you deal twenty percent damage. You're healed twenty percent damage.
0: There's no cap.
1: There's no cap.
0: No cap on no cap. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I, I was thinking extreme cases like, you know, you throw a bomb on, but no, that's right. This would only be attacks that are made with the blood sword, obviously. Okay, that makes yeah, more sense.
1: Yeah. Uh you throw it at someone too. Um, the blood sword is bonded to you. So even if you let go of it, that attack that you threw it with, you're being healed anyway. Okay. Uh yeah. I I I don't think it needs to necessarily be nerfed, just be a little bit of a rarer item.
0: All right. There you go. go. Let's see. How many have we done so far? That's. I think that's. Have we done. This is number 10, I think, if I'm looking at things correctly. All right. Number 10. Let's get to something experimental. Let's get to something that I actually don't have technically finished. Because. That's new for you. Because I am looking for thoughts on this item. I want opinions on this cuz I'm not sure if it's too mm-hmm. if it I'm what's the word? Uh now I'm sure, trying to bounce an idea off you essentially. Going back to some more old-school Nintendo history. Although technically not truly Nintendo history because while it is an officially mm-hmm. uh, Accepted that it is a Nintendo accessory They did not make The Power Glove Somebody oh, else yeah. did mm-hmm. But it was made for some Nintendo games You know you wear it It's got uh, an A button, a B button, start select It's got a little D-pad And you can push, pu- push those buttons on the Play Games But it's also got different commands that you can input To change, essentially just change the mode It's not like it enters the code into the game just like change what kind of mode the control scheme Because maybe it's for like, you know Moving your thumb might be considered jumping in a game, or mm-hmm. twisting mm-hmm. your arm, driving a car, smashing your fist up, with, you'll do an uppercut in the Mike Tyson Punch Out game. There are things so, like it will work like that, but in Smash, when you, when you pick up the power glove, your character will wear it on whatever their dominant arm is, which is going to be weird for some characters like Ivysaur. But you know what? Who cares? I don't got to program that shit. I, I don't got to worry about nope. how the character's going to wear it. Uh, and at this point, fighters will just be able to keep on fighting like normal. However, If they hold down the attack button, the power glove goes in front of their hand, or in front of them, as they begin to input a code. You get one chance to input a code. Not only do you get one chance, but you only get a couple seconds to input a code. And if you fail to input a valid code, then the power glove will malfunction, it will break, and you will deal a small amount of damage to yourself. So you will get one Mm -hmm. shot at this. Uh, and depending on the code you enter, different things can happen. And this is the part of the Power Glove where I just basically want to get some input on on if you think this is some of this might be too much. I I have written down here uh, nine possible codes. Mm-hmm. Three, three of these codes are input by doing just like three button presses. Which by the way, uh, it's the only button inputs that are accepted are D pad inputs. So you hold down A mm-hmm. and you press the D button because okay. otherwise it's makes it a little bit complicated. Uh, but I kind of have them Divided up, into so to be like the three button Input ones are supposed to be like uh, Lower tier, things that are going to be less Powerful, the next four are going to be like Things that are a bit better, and the ninth one is Special, and we'll get there But for one of them, it's just summon Item, a random Item from a list of possible ones will just Uh, the power clip will break off And it'll be, you'll be left with an item And said you'll automatically be holding it So it might just <laughs> give you a beam sword in your hand It's like, cool, we got a beam <laughs> sword <laughs> Another one is Warp. You get instantly teleported in a direction. And you can tilt the control stick to you, tilt what direction you want to be teleported in. Uh, another input will get you an additional mid-air jump for a short time. And then the fourth easier input is a Lifesteal, which basically is Bloodsword. For a short time, uh, you will drain, you'll drain HP from attacks you made, though not at the 100% rate that the Bloodsword is. It's more like a, a 50% rate. Uh, the next four inputs are item gravitation, which is kind of like, you know, it's Rosalina's down special, where she can make items appear to her, except the items will be passively getting drawn towards you for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next input is create lava floor. Like the spirit battles, uh, you'll create a section of the ground that is lava, uh, which will damage <clears throat> all fighters, including yourself. It, it created lava floor. It didn't guarantee you immunity to the lava. Uh, the next input is low gravity, uh, which means your jumps... Uh, will carry you higher into the air, and your falling speed is, gets lowered.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and the next one is impact run, which is another thing from Spirit Battles, where if you just, like, dash into an opponent, they'll just take damage just from you running into them. Now, the special... Now, the codes for all of them will have things written up. The codes for them aren't really special. It's, it's just, like, up, down, up. uh, Down, 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 left. Right, up, up, right. For example. The ninth one is special. Up. Up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Now, obviously, there's no B A start because we're only accepting D pad inputs for this. But if you can input that code fast enough, you're going to shoot off a giant laser from the power glove. Basically, nice. it's kind of it's basically like Rob's uh, Robo Beam at Max Charge is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And your character, like you, get knocked back just a little bit as you're firing it because you know the power glove—it's getting destroyed by the like, sheer amount of power that's shooting off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. That's what I have. For power glove. <laughs> I'm just—I'm just not sure if some if like if some of the codes should be moved around, like swap places. Like this one is too powerful to be at a low tier. This one's not powerful mm-hmm. enough to be at a higher tier. That—that's—that's that's really the where I'm at with the questions on it
1: i from what from the walkthrough i think it's it's fine it it works um you know i may look at it on the wiki when it's up and written down and have more feedback but i right now i think it's good sweet that that's that's pretty entertaining that's that's pretty cool that's a, that is a landmark number 10 item that's for sure yeah halfway through maybe the whiz will appear and smash one of these days maybe and and that one kid that got a special room from a nintendo power contest and a link to the past whatever his name was andre i don't remember igor igor Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the jazz cowboy yeah i know him fun guy um looking at my list of what's left here 10 there's 10 left don't have there are 10 left i don't have anything quite as crazy as that so i'm gonna dip into just something i i like i think it's it's a quaint little fun little thing so uh we're gonna we're gonna go
0: wahaha ha ha
1: and go into some wario wear times with the wario bomb mm-hmm. okay hmm Uh and you had asked me prior to the start of this episode what the hell is a Wario Bomb?
0: Like, like what uh, game is yeah. it from? I can't find any entry on the Mario Week mm-hmm. for Wario Bomb. It's like, is this and from it's... Wario's Woods? Because that's what I was guessing.
1: Could have been, but those are just standard bombs in that game. That's a fun game too. That is a fun game too. Uh Wario Bomb is the iconic bomb with Wario's face, basically. Uh, part of it anyway, uh from WarioWare. It it appears in every single micro game that you play throughout the series. Uh and That's you know true. it starts at like 10 seconds or and, and counts down to zero and explodes. And if you don't finish the micro game in time, then you lose the micro game. Uh and Wario laughs at you. Uh wow. in Smash, yeah, <laughs> Yes, exactly.
2: Uh
1: you throw it around Multiple times as the number slides from ten to zero. So you pick it up. Uh, the timer says ten. You throw it. Hits somebody. It says nine. You go back and forth until it explodes. And because of that build up, it's a it's a bit more powerful than a bubble
0: You could even uh, hold on to it intentionally, waiting for the number to go down and then throw it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say eventually the timer does go off on its own, and it's very evident. You can you can see it. So yeah, you you could. So it's a little bit more of a strategic bomb that's a little more powerful, and it's Wario affiliated.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah I, 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 that okay. That to me seems like something just off kilter enough to be like smash considerable. Like, oh oh yeah, sense. hey,
0: here's the, like the Steel Diver is like what the fuck? Nobody the, could yeah. have predicted that. Nobody could have predicted uh-huh. that. Uh huh. Nobody could yeah. have predicted the Beast Ball. Like no. yeah, uh it's a baseball but when you throw it it teleports and then it hits somebody's like, What? And it's great.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a
0: great item. It's great. It's one of the best items Ultimate introduced. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Bomb tacular. All right.
1: Uh, Ari and Bomberman were in a game together once. That's
0: true. Yep. Uh well, I gave you a real weird, complicated one with the power Glove. So let's Let's simplify things down a little bit and let's talk okay. about the HP banana from Miitopia. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, the HP bananas in Miitopia, uh, they're items. Obviously, you buy them or find them, whatever. It's not like you choose to use it. Instead, your me is holding them off passively. And when their HP drops below a certain point, they just eat it mm-hmm. to recover some HP. And depending on, like, the. I think it's the personality of your me. is what determines when they'll use it. Like, how far down HP it is, then, then they'll activate it, I think, if I remember right.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Smash,
0: mm-hmm. when you pick up the HP Banana, similar thing. You're not going to immediately... Well, you might immediately activate it, if depending on how much damage you currently have taken. If you currently have 20% or more damage on your fighter, you will instantly eat the HP Banana and heal 20%. However, if you don't have 20% damage or more on you already, the HP Banana... Will go into your pocket and it will appear by your damage percent at in the character UI. And once your character hits twenty percent damage or more after an attack, HP banana will immediately be used. You'll heal 20% damage right away. Nice.
1: That is simpler indeed, and I and I do like the look of that HP banana.
0: It's mm, nice. It's very delicious looking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yes, it is. Uh, so I think that for this next one, I'm gonna keep it up with the explosives. Or I think our last explosive item on my list, as well as my last third-party one, coming in with the walkie-talkie from Metal Gear. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in various Metal Gear games, uh, Snake or Big Boss can use their walkie-talkie, uh, to call in various things, uh, reconnaissance is a very common thing before before missions. Cardinal, or... yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly, or or during missions or whatever. So you're calling in a missile
0: strike with this walkie-talkie. Oh, it's yep. <laughs> not where I thought that was going to go. I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck is he going to do with the walkie-talkie at him?" I have no fucking clue where this is going to go. Missile strikes, like, okay, yep. Yeah. yeah, I
1: was like, I want to do a Metal Gear item, but I already did a, a, a Tranquil Asher gun and a, and, a, and a Barricade shield. It's like, this is all pretty nondescript. I mean, the Metal Gear is a crazy series, but the items that you're given are pretty realistic. Yeah. Uh, so we went for that. And uh, so you press A to call in a missile strike, uh, honing in on the exact location that you're at at the moment. So when you do so... Three missiles fly onto stage and go there and explode. Uh, simple enough. They're, I, I have it down that they are a bit more powerful than Samus' side special, so nothing too crazy. Um, although I'm, I don't know if it should be buffed or not. I guess that would be my critique.
0: Well, I, I do have some questions. First of all, from where... They, fly in, are they just kind of like, as a straight down, like a Pika, like, uh, Pikachu's Thunder, they're just kind of like just like flying in from the side. Because depending on where they're from... coming from, I mean, there's even more questions. Like, are they? do they go through solid barriers? Like Pikachu's Thunder uh, doesn't go through some platforms. But also mm-hmm. a wall, they're not going to go through a wall, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And they could mm-hmm. hit another fighter on the way to wherever they were supposed to go and explode early.
1: Yeah. And all of that all of that is fair. All of that is telegraphed into, into consideration because they're coming from just a spray. It's it's sporadic. They can come from they can appear from anywhere on the stage and then come flying. Oh. In. So they
0: can just they don't even fly necessarily fly in from off screen. They'll just like appear on a point.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. They they will appear from off screen. Okay. But anywhere off screen.
0: Okay. Any direction that's not a wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they came f- flying in fairly quickly.
0: So, hmm. yep, it'd be interesting for some of the more uh, can't think of the word um, Sages that don't have as like ceiling or uh, mm-hmm. or they have just have solid walls inside of them. Locky talkie may not yep. even spawn on stages like that. It might not appear in Greek if of offensive.
1: Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine
0: not. Like, where would it come
1: from? There's only mm-hmm. a couple pockets. As, as some assist trophies already don't. Yeah. Yeah?
2: Mm-hmm. Alright.
0: For this next one, how's about an item that breaks or an item that crashes?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: An item that breaks. Very well. I give you. Hmm. The L block. You were talking about Carmen <laughs> Troop earlier. So here's a Tetris item. It's it's the L block from Tetris. It's, if you played Tetris, you know what the L block is. If you've participated in the game FAQ's best character polls, you know what the L block is because it won one year. I fucking hate yep. people. I fucking yep. hate people. Yep. Yep. Uh, but the L block, uh, it's, it's a twofold item. You hit somebody with it. And it breaks. It's going to deal damage to them, but then it's going to break on impact. So it's a one-use melee item, but L-blocks are made by four blocks. When the L-block breaks, it breaks into its four blocks, and these blocks can then be picked up and thrown. But each block can also only be thrown once before they break. So it's really a 5 and, five and one use item.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: First you batter them, and then you throw shit at them. L-block.
1: <laughs> that, that's a great opportunity. There are trolls on the internet and i think some of them unironic in their love for the L block and wanting it to be playable in smash i think that that shouldn't happen but this could and it would be a lot more tetris-esque
0: anyway there's some people who don't believe waluigi has any legitimate fans and that everybody that wants him in smash is trolling yeah they're wrong yes we legitimately want him in smash we love the character
1: Mm-hmm. Just like I legitimately want Waluigi to make more appearances in in WarioWare,
0: um, in know, his own game. You know, yeah. Al- the demise of Alpha Dream is the perfect opportunity for somebody else to make a Wario and Waluigi Superstar Saga game. Mm-hmm. Even a game where Mario and Luigi uh, team up with Wario and Waluigi seems, I obvious. I like at mar- at Bar Minimum in a game like that. They could have. They should have had Wario and Waluigi. As a boss fight that mimic how Mario and Luigi fight with their partner, mm-hmm. not partner abilities, but like that, their paired abilities and whatnot, that would have been great. Or make them mm-hmm. be like the primary antagonist, but they reappear like Falafel reappears, uh, and you fight yeah. them multiple times in the games, and they show off new abilities based off of the new abilities you've been acquiring. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether they're the Fawful or uh, the Junior Troopa uh, of a of a Mario
0: RPG, I would be down for it. Just call it Mario and Luigi versus Wario and Wild Luigi. There's a simple title for you right there.
1: There you go. I mean, you get it. You get Mario versus Donkey Kong. Why not that? Yeah. Yeah, and I and I don't buy into the spin it be better than Dream Team. either. I mean, we got Daisy, so hello. Dream Team and Paper Jam suck. Sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dream Team... <laughs> Is okay except for the the gyro battles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when the final like I played it up until the final boss, but then my 3ds wouldn't register some of the things I was trying to do in the fight anymore, uh, and I I could I literally could not beat the boss because the gyro wasn't wanting to work. It's like cool, mm-hmm. I can't beat this game because my 3ds not wanting to cooperate. Fun.
1: Yeah, G- gyro was not the best on no. the 3ds. The 3D was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh when it when there was a game that used it like uh kind Uprising uh, or Ocarina of Time 3D or Star Fox 3D um but it was not really used very They're just ga- mm-hmm. They were just good games. There were very good games on the 3DS. So at least was that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> okay, so you hit us up with that. Uh speaking of Mario RPGs, let's do a Mario an item from a Mario RPG. From Paper Mario for that. Um, I would say. So I've been really enjoying um, as you have said, he is the, the king of Let's Plays. Shuga Conroy's Paper Mario 64 Let's Play. Hell um, yeah. That's the first Let's Play in a little while besides yours that I've actually watched consistently. Um which one of mine I've really did you
0: watch? It.
1: Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Didn't <laughs> 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 watch that's I've been fair. It. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing how much I suck.
2: <laughs>
0: it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> I moved to I moved to easy mode within the second stream. It's like I'm I'm tired. I I'm, I'm sick of sucking. Let's do that mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, imagine if
1: somebody sacked you with Elden Ring or some shit. God. Um, that would be funny for one stream. I will give them that. I will give him that. Uh, not my thing either. Paper Mario, Sugar Conroy, good stuff. But yeah, I, I, again, like Paper Mario 64 is a game that I let's play it as a kid. I literally like recorded it on my VHS player on my CRTV. That was only about maybe 16 inches wide. It's like as big as my laptop. It was a good time.
0: And I hope that I one day recover that tape. If but you I bet can, everyone and if I... we can convert that digitally, I would love to put that on the channel i would me love too. to do that me like too. that that'd me be too. some fucking history the quality would be yep. shite but i'd love yep. to have that
1: me too me too and i and I would love to do commentary over it i think that would be entertaining like oh what am i doing what are you doing six-year-old jonathan um something i still ask myself to this day But yeah, from Paper Mario, it's the stone cap. This is a pretty obvious thing. So, I mean, in Paper Mario, you put on the stone cap. You become stone. You are impervious to any attacks from any enemies. Pretty much, period. Um, But the trade-off is you can't attack them yourself. Uh, Same thing here. The user turns in time animation for Paper Mario, where they're holding onto the hat like this. Uh, They're impervious for, for five... To 8 seconds, but they can't move either. Uh, you can fall from the sky with it on opponents. It's kind of like Kirby's stone thing and, and hit him.
0: Like um, um, Heroes uh, turning into metal attack. He can do that as well. Mm-hmm. He can, I think he can instantly kill if he lands on an enemy like that. Oh gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not going to be that potent here, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty robust. Uh, only a final
0: smash can knock you out of it, pretty much. Makes sense. And bada bing bada boom. All Stone right. Stone Cat. Uh, my Mega Man.exe, one of his battle chips, it works like that too. Stone Body.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um, Paper Mario, man. Those Great first games. two games. First three
0: games. I, 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 I've never actually... Here's a fun story. The only Paper Mario I've actually finished is Super Paper Mario. <laughs> I never finished the original two. I don't remember... I think the first game, I stopped in Flower Fields. I was like, this place sucks. Flower Fields does suck. Yeah, and then Thousand Year Door, uh I could I couldn't beat Shadow Queen. Mm-hmm. I just kept I
1: am, losing. Yeah, I, I was like,
0: Yeah.
1: But if you get through Flower Fields, the Crystal Temple is so good. That's what that's,
0: that's where Chugga is you know, now. He just got, he's mm-hmm. in there now.
2: Yeah. I, I think the is. episode
0: he uploaded like day of recording is the fight against the Crystal King. So he's getting there.
2: Yeah.
1: That does track. That That's one of my favorite Mario levels, I think, period. Yeah. There, there's there's a few of them. Maybe you should make it a stage. Dollars. Yeah. That, that could work. Make the Crystal King a character for no reason. That way you have to put him on the, the CSS for, for next year. Just Crystal King. Right next to Din Djarin.
0: No, well, Din Djarin's in the fourth party, non-Nintendo. Yes, non, yes, Non-video yes, game yes. section. So Crystal King doesn't <laughs> go there. Instead, he, said he no. would go next to Paper Mario.
1: Oh yeah. God. Oh, God. Dementio, Flavio, Crystal King. All all the hits.
0: I would rather have Crystal King on there than Flavio. <laughs> you made a Flavio assist trophy, I think, on Mercurios way back in the day. That somebody that did it, might, it was one of us. It was one of us. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one of us it was. Hey, you get a ship in Smash. <laughs> it's true. Sandwiched by sticker star levels.
1: One other sidetrack yes. while we're on Paper Mario. The Thousand Year Door has crossover with Mario and Luigi with Bean Bean people in the Thousand Year Door. And I had no recollection of that until I replayed Thousand Year Door recently. There's a guy named Podsley who's a bartender in Rogueport. And i that's what I want from these Mario games. You have such an extended universe. Take advantage of it, including in the new Paper Mario games. It's not that hard.
0: Okay, it's it's technically unconfirmed, but yeah, he looks like the Beamish.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Thousand Year Door has a lot of shit like that. It's got Piantas uh, as a major mm-hmm. part of Rogueport.
1: Mafioso Piantas is freaking r- great. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sadly, Piantas Miyamoto already does not.
0: assholes, so yeah. why not? <laughs> true, true. So, so let's see here. Yeah. You mentioned Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. What if Elden Ring wasn't Smash? Mm-hmm. It
2: That's may not have been, been my game
0: of the first. year, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: one day I just opened up somebody's stream that I follow. They were playing Elden Ring, and I just I saw I saw them using a particular weapon. I was just like, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I gave it mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was called, so I was just calling it the golden bubble stick. I don't know what the fuck else to call it. <laughs> but eventually I learned that this thing is the Envoy's Long Horn and it is a butte. It is a butte. It's a it's a big ass club. It's a giant club that's like has like golden metal that kind of like spirals around a main piece. And you can mm-hmm. use the bash enemies, which you can do that in Smash as well. You can bash enemies with it. But if you charge the weapon, instead of like doing a big old swing, instead you're gonna blow bubbles—golden, shining, glittery bubbles—will come flying out of the Envoy's <laughs> Longhorn. And these bubbles do damage. With, as because they'll, they'll float around in the air a little bit, and they'll pop, and they'll either just like pop after they travel a little bit, or uh, on contact with anything, and they'll just do like you know some damage here and there, depending on mm-hmm. you know. Whatever they hit. The mm-hmm. golden bubble stick. I love it. This is my favorite thing from Elden Ring. I don't know anything else about Elden Ring other than this item. It's all I know. I know that. I know that there's like mimics in there that Probably, I got our yeah. friend
1: Cody for, for Christmas um, or Yule or whatever, uh, like a living jar. I know mm, that right, there's right. a character that's living jar. Um, and I know that that's um, something that George R. R. Martin wasted his time on, but instead of writing.
0: The final Game of Thrones book. But besides that. Not the final <laughs> Game of Thrones, the second to last Game of Thrones book. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Winds of Not Winter and then time a time for because It's a
1: critical hit, but you know what I mean. I mean, it's been probably, it's freaking like been like 30 years. any yeah, The 90s was when the last book released. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And unfortunately, the 90s were 30 years ago. So that, um yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. We're old. Mm-hmm unfortunately so we're no we're no longer cool at least there was a time where we were right <laughs> no no yeah i capped in the fifth grade it's true uh so i'll follow up with with something from a from a fantasy title uh that's the best i can give you to, to compare with elden ring uh it's again a fairly simple kind of item but one that's iconic to the series. It's the Pegasus Boots from The Legend of Zelda. Okay. Yep. Tears of the Kingdom, by the way. Matt Matt Mercer
0: as Ganondorf. Man. <laughs> like, when I first heard the voice, I was like, that's... Wait. Ho- mm-hmm. Holy shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I will sidebar off of that and say that I am watching The Last of Us HBO series, which is very good. Um, and something that I like from it is that they're incorporating the voice actors from the original game and cameos mm,
0: okay
1: so like the spoiler alert for episode 5 tommy's original Joel's brother original voice actor appeared in a couple of episodes and had his head ripped into by a zombie in the last one so uh wow. it's very very interesting very <laughs> Hey, he has a much better fate in the game, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, remember
0: when you sent me a copy of The Last of Us?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's on my shelf mm-hmm. still. Yeah, it's, it's, I haven't no, played weird. it.
1: Yeah, Xenoblade Three. I'm, is on eventually,
0: shelf. one day, I'm—I I'm sure I will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's also why as I haven't show because it's like I have to play the game first.
1: As far as those story, like games go from naughty dog or from sony in general yeah uh, it's up there it's up there the god of war games are also extremely good and up there Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the last of us is just a grounded a more grounded story but i think out of zombie content walking dead easily beats walking dead uh easily yeah
0: you want yeah. to rephrase that sentence <laughs> you said the walking dead easily the beats the walking dead the last of us <laughs>
1: easily beats the walking dead um as an overall franchise in my opinion uh even the second one is not as bad as we initially it's just a little the internet was
0: very reactionary
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: i would say that the the threads are there and now that we have a tv series they're gonna tell the story better in in the in the the, for the second game
0: apparently though apparently season two is supposed to be the second game it's like so you do the entire game in one season? That feels I weird to me. Think
1: I don't think that's possible. But yeah, we,
0: yeah, and especially considering season will... two with a time skip. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: hmm There,
1: there are there are multiple things in this in the show that are taken straight from the games, and it's pretty cool to see. But there's a lot that they do that, that is different, and it makes it as someone who has played the game and was watching the show more interesting. Because why would you want to watch a one to one thing? Um yeah, there there's been moments, it's been good, but uh this is not a last of us. End. This is a legend of Zelda item. Matt Mercer is in Tears of the Kingdom. It's like, yeah, who it was Jake who pointed that out. I was like, what the hell? No, um, it was me. It was oh, it was you, wasn't it? Because you and then he responded immediately. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming that's Ganondorf, although I don't know how that's his voice when he's a zombie.
0: <laughs> and maybe it's a flashback. I mean, it, it may it's... not. He, he may not be Ganon. We don't know. He could be uh, a villain that's trying to resurrect Ganon. He could be the Agnem of this game.
1: Could be demise.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doubt. There are there are rumors that this game will tie back into Skyward Sword. I mean, it's I think and Twilight Princess.
0: Point... Cons- that was the twi- that mm-hmm. was Twilight language. That was 100% Twilight mm-hmm. language in
2: that trailer. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people think that it ties into the Zonai as well um, from Breath of the Wild and, and the lore, the history of, of that civilization, if you recall. I don't. <laughs> it
0: Is that was, who made the Guardians?
1: T- uh, no, the, the Sheikah made the Guardians. The Zonai were an ancient tribe that is rumored you know through through context to have been kind of beaten out by the hylians i don't remember that at all um and a lot of the architecture and and some of the text in in certain areas of the trailers has heavily implied that sonai technology is being used in this game
0: Hmm. okay
1: yeah so something to look into but in the meantime the pegasus boots are a lot less complicated hold a rev up and dash forward see how far you can go uh so it's kind of ridiculous you're you're literally revving up like a cartoon character with these boots with little wings on them uh and then you're zooming super fast forward and ramming into people
0: so it's impact run yeah it's impact run plus bunny hood
1: yeah okay just about that, and that's how it works in A Link to the Past and whatever other games it's, it appears in. Pretty, pretty simple. But sometimes items are simple, that's and true. we need simple items.
0: Like a, a few uh, items I've come up with, is like, well, this is just how it's just this attack from this other character that has an item, so anybody mm-hmm, else can do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Ultra Hand. It's 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 a long range grab.
1: Yep, yep. And it works for the item. I mean, you sure as hell can't do anything else with it. That's so true. <laughs>
0: okay. Yep. Question. Something hot yeah. or something wet? <laughs> okay. um, Something wet. Very well. Something wet. I give you gel. Oh, well, that's tracks. From Portal. Portal 2, <laughs> specifically. Mm hmm. I so, don't know why you're being weird. So in Portal Two, uh, you know, puzzle game. Uh, you make gel, or well, you don't make gel. I don't know why I said that. Uh, you can get gel to use in some of your puzzles, uh, mm-hmm. and it's used to, to. Well, it has two different. There's two different kinds of gel. There's two. There's three kinds of gel, but there's only two that will really matter for this. Uh, there's the blue gel, which will make things uh, uh, bounce that land on top. So if you jump on it or if you throw something at it, it'll you know you'll bounce up in the air. Or there's the orange gel. Which uh, anything that goes across it will lose all traction and just go like go slipping really fast, and you can use those mm-hmm. in different uh, different puzzles to solve whatever Gladys is making you do in Portal Two. For Smash, yeah. however, gels are going to appear in some kind of like cylindrical container. You both see what what color gel is inside of it. You'll grab it and you'll pick, you'll throw it somewhere, and you'll just have like a splash of gel. That will hit on either like the floor, uh, a wall, or even a ceiling, wherever the platform arrangement is for the stage. Uh, They can even splash against uh, some items, like barrels and crates, can be covered in the gel, Uh, but it will not affect any fighters, Pokemon, or assist trophies. They are gel immune. Uh, It also covers a space that's roughly about a third of the size of battlefield, so you know, fairly, fairly significant. But what does it do? Well, it does the exact same thing it does in portal. If it's blue gel, then whatever lands on it or gets thrown on it will bounce. So you can bounce higher up into the air, but just by jumping on it. Or throw uh throw the Wario bomb, have it hit, hit the gel, it'll bounce and continue its trajectory going forwards. Instead of just like sliding nice. across the ground like most things would. Bobob mm-hmm. even, you know, typically these items they explode on contact, not with a the gel. They'll bounce off the gel and and keep going. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the orange gel. Uh, which is, I actually didn't really mention what they were called. The blue gel is called uh, Propulsion gel. The orange gel is propulsion gel. Makes sense. Our orange gel, similarly, you know, uh, same effects You throw it, splashes, whatever. But anything that runs across the orange gel will lose their friction and just like go sliding forward at greater speed, as if they had a bunny hood on. Essentially, they just go zipping right on by. And same the works again. Like you throw an item, they'll just slide by it. So you throw, mm-hmm. uh, throw a hot head or something. Just gonna quickly get to the to the other side of the gel.
1: Cool. <laughs> and hot, actually, mm. and 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 wet. That uh, that tracks. That okay. it's a neat item. It's yes. a neat item. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, okay. Going into okay. Um, question for you. Mm. Something spiny or something leafy? Leafy. Okay. From the Golden Sun series of video games, we have growth. Synergy from Golden Sun that appears... Looking a little bit like the Healing Sprout, which we all thought was growth when we were talking about the speculation
0: for Smash Ultimate. And then yeah. the Grinch League came along no, around the same Gr- time. The, the Grinch League happened, and then a couple of days later, the the, uh, the Healing Sprout item was found in a trailer for fucking Wendy's. A Wendy's trailer. <laughs> oh. And we all just like, oh my god, Grinch League confirmed. And it's it was the craziest timing. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. I have a feeling that, I mean, they, they had, it was the Grinch League. They had some stuff from uh, the Grinch Illumination movie that people hadn't seen before. They were like legit in advertising or marketing for, for some company and, and screwed with us. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they timed it out with the Wendy's commercial. There's who no way they do. Playing? There's no way anybody yeah. knew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it's still funny that all this time later we have no idea who it was and never will. Yeah. My god. Because if like they come out forwards, they're
0: going to get in massive trouble.
1: <laughs> That's also true. That's also true. That well, someone at, at Illumination. Let's start Let's start there. <laughs> good. Unless. It'll all be revealed in the Super Mario Bros. movie this April. Anywho. So, something leafy. It's growth from Golden Sun. Uh, appears similarly enough to Healing Sprout. Who cares? We'll work that out. <laughs> Um, but it's very different than the healing sprout as opposed to having a healing pad show up or, um, rather, you know, you hold onto it and you're, and you're healing. I was thinking about the other one. Okay. You throw it on the ground and you watch a vine rise up. It rises as far as it can without being obstructed. So in open air, like on the front, the top level of temple, it'll go all the way up to the blast zone. If you throw it on the bridge portion of, uh like that little grassy cave area of Temple, and it hits a wall, then naturally it's, that's as far as it goes. You can then climb the vine and, and use it as an additional platform. Um, if you throw it sideways, like onto a wall, it'll grow out sideways and won't really do a whole lot of nothing. It's just kind of there. Okay. I was thinking maybe having it be able to push opponents um, or anybody, if it grows out from the side,
0: I I feel Was like sh- during the growth part of it, it should mm-hmm. actually be able to damage an opponent that comes into contact with it while it's growing, far uh, okay, cool. minimum. And then and that's then, uh, if it's up or going to the side, whichever. It could even be it could even grow down depending on where you throw it.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be a full obstruction, and you have to knock it down. That or just but damage you anybody you cl- that comes in contact yeah. with it. Yeah, but then how would you climb it if that were the case? Hmm. <laughs> we'll work it out, but the point is it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Let's see. Almost... All but... Actually, no. Only a couple things. Okay. Uh, let's do... You know what? Let's talk Splatoon. Let's talk Splatoon. You okay. did Clans. Clans. I'm doing something a little bit more standard with the Splatoon series. Mm-hmm. And that is the Brella. Splatbrellas were introduced in original Splatoon, I want to say. Or, no, no, wait.
1: Sure. Two?
0: Splatoon 2. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, Splatoon 2 is when they were introduced. Because uh, Splatoon 1 added the, the sloshers and the splatlings and in the later updates. And the Splat bre- Splatbrella, I think, was added in the updates for Splatoon 2, while the duelers were originally the only thing new. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the umbrella is a very interesting item For Splatoon because it's it's very shotgun like it's, it's much shorter range And it shoots out a spread of ink uh, But also if you hold down the button you The umbrella will unfurl And it acts as a defensive barrier But if you hold down the button for too long Then the umbrella will shoot forwards uh, It'll spew a little bit of ink Behind itself And it can also just like push opponents away That are in front of it mm-hmm. And it works pretty similarly in uh, For Smash you can just click the button, and it's gonna just shoot out like a shotgun. Do uh, the only, you know, the same thing, like the inkling thing, so the same mechanics there. But additionally, you know, if you hold down uh, the button, then, oh wait, no, I have it so that if you hold down the shield button, so instead of having a shield go around your full character, that's when the umbrella will unfurl, and you can use it as a shield, and that way you can still also still press the A button to attack while the shield is out. So I made sure that both those bits of functionality were still in there. But if you hold down the shield button for too long, the Umbrella will shoot, it'll slowly move forward, it'll push against opponents, dealing small damage to them if it comes in contact with them, and serve to protect you from attacks as long as it's up. That said, it can be destroyed if it takes enough damage, and it will take a couple of seconds before it can respawn. Uh, and also, just to make sure that uh, it's not too much of an accident when you shoot it off, you have to hold down the shield button for a full two seconds before the Umbrella will go shooting off. So, just That's fair. Holding it That's on fair. for a little bit, as you should.
1: I would like to hold this umbrella and walk around town with it. Spread spread some ink around and a little bit of joy along the way. Paint the walls of your neighborhood with your splat umbrella. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> That's cool. That's pretty neat. Um, I'm going to double up on a series here. Uh, going into Fire Emblem once, once more and for the last time with this item cornucopia we have the serif robe uh very commonly occurring stat boost item in, in the game if you if you use it your the, the unit that you use it on um increases their uh health their health points by five to seven health points depending on the game um that would be pretty pretty it's pretty good for fire emblem but it's pretty bar none for for smash like it's if you're it's like, oh, I put on this robe and healed five percent damage. Wow. So how do we use it in Smash to to kind of implicate imply the potency of the item and fire emblem because you know, in my opinion, it's one of the best items you can have for, for lower tier units like um health-wise, like a Myrmidon or or a thief. It's very useful. Um <clears throat> so here. You put the robe on, it starts glowing around you, you initially heal 25% damage up front. Then, every 5 seconds, for up to 20 seconds, unless the robe is knocked off of you, you can heal another 5% damage. Jesus Christ! Yep, so it's like a Maxim tomato, but you just kind of have to work for it a little more.
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yep. Yep. And cause you think about it, Maxim Tomato is kind of bull. Heart Container and Maxim Tomato are kind of bullshit, honestly. Yep. <laughs> like holy shit! I just killed one hundred percent damage. We're back in the game, folks. Uh huh. God. Yep. Nice. <laughs> right. So that's that. That's all, folks. F- fun fact about the ser- the seraph robe. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, it has sprites that look like a robe with a little halo above them. There's only one piece of official art of the ser- of the Seraphrobe across all of Fire Emblem. And it comes from the Tear Ring Saga game, whatever the fuck oh. that is. And it doesn't There's... look like a robe. It looks like a potion.
2: hmm
1: What? Yeah, that's because Tear yeah, Ring Saga, the, wh- the uh, creator of Fire Emblem, if I remember the story correctly, broke off from the series around Genealogy of the Holy War and went on to make his own game series called Tearing Saga, which is like Fire Emblem, but it's not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fire Emblem, <laughs> but with
0: Petey Piranha. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I wish. I wish Petey Piranha were in Fire Emblem. Man. It'd make as much sense as some of, the, some of these other characters popping up. Petey Piranha or Doll?
0: I mean, really. C- doll. <laughs> Listen, I like doll more than I like What's his fucking name? The 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 pri- the party priest. I don't oh. like the party priest. Pandreo. Pen- yeah, Pandreo. Yeah, it's like, dude, you t- calm down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to go Weird. to your party. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather stay at home alone. Mm-hmm. Now, Petey Piranha and Devden, I think that's like equal footing. I thought it'd be Petey Piranha and um, fuck, I forgot. Gambit no what's fido so you have you know <laughs> plant bread <laughs> mm. wow just missing just a captain back. there. oh yeah uh yeah. so let's see here for my next one uh let's talk about the wheelie from kirby <laughs> okay i mentioned earlier you know some items are just taking an existing move and turning it into an item. And that's basically what the wheelie is. It's the Wario mm-hmm. Bike, but as mm-hmm. an item. So you sit on top of the, weak, the wheelie. Previously, I asked you about an item that you sit on. Here it is. Uh, you sit on top of the wheelie, and you can just like go charging forwards right into an opponent. Or you can uh, tilt the control stick back to go the opposite direction. You can jump with it, just like the Wario Bike. It's it's Wario Bike as an item. Awesome. Simple enough. Awesome.
1: That's fun. I like that. So, um... RPG or platformer?
0: Platformer?
1: Okay, may I present to you from the Super Mario series of games, very uh, cult classic, if you will. Not many people know about it. It's the Fire Koopa Clown Car. Oh, okay. From Super Mario Maker Uh, 2. Yes, from Super Mario Maker 2. So... Hop in the damn thing, jump into it, and you're off. So unlike Bowser Junior's clown car, you're not kind of grounded to the stage. It's, you can float around in it kind of freely. Uh, again, it's it's uh, like Pit's free range, but in in Brawl, like with his up special, so you're you're able to float around in, in the Fire Cuba Clown Car, move it around like a like a Lakitu cloud, for instance. Uh, you First of all, it has like kind of silly, inertia, bumper car-like movement, so you can mm-hmm. bump into opponents and just make those hit c- hits count by building up momentum and slamming into them with the Fire Koopa Clown Car. But it's also the Fire Koopa Clown Car. So, you have the ability to unleash two separate fire-based attacks. Press A to spit fireballs. <laughs> does pretty straightforward they they shoot forward in a line they they hit about as hard as mario's fireballs in, in his standard special you can press b to unleash a fire bar so just uh like diagonal waddle do-esque fire attack from the mouth of the fire to the crown card
0: okay like like I... uh like beam Kirby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: okay yep.
0: interesting or yeah or like ufo
1: Kirby. that's a good point um and I also was thinking maybe you can hold the A button and spit out a larger, faster-moving fireball.
0: Wait, and what was the input for firebar? Because I thought that was holding on a button. Oh, fire, fire sorry.
1: Yeah, firebar is, is B and fireball is A.
0: Oh, okay, I missed that. hmm Then there you go. Interesting. I was <laughs> not, I figured, you know, spitting a fireball, I was not imagining a firebar to come out of it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make it a little little more intimidating.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, when you bump into with the fire clown car, does it do damage or does it only do knockback?
1: Depends on how fast you're moving. If you're if you're moving more, if you're moving at a snail's pace, it won't do anything. But if you ram into people, it'll do damage.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. It's time for the final question. Yeah. Something you hold or something you don't.
1: <laughs> something you hold.
0: Very well. Previously. This was teased with the question of something hot or something wet, and you chose something wet. So now it is time for the tinderbox from a game that we both played in our younger years, RuneScape. Now the tinderbox, I made an item for it for way back in the Mercurios days, and it's time for it to come back. It's here. Yeah. A welcome to the modern age tinderbox with a new sprite because apparently they changed the tinderbox looks uh, over the years. So, oh, okay. but okay. Uh, the tinderbox, it works just like it did back in the Precarious days. Uh, you're holding it, and when you're ready to use it, you press the A button, your character will bend over to the ground of the stage, and it'll light a little fire. he will leave a little campfire there, just like, you know, just like a small, clean fire. It's about the size of uh, Olimar or Kirby. And anybody that tries to run through it, besides you, of course, will take damage from the from the campfire. Uh, mm-hmm. Tinderbox, however, does have limited uses. Uh, I believe I have to get it to the right spot. Uh, you can create up to five campfires with it, but only two of them can be on the stage at a time. So try to make a third one. The oldest one is gone, you know, as per usual. And each mm-hmm. box, each each campfire, will only stay on the stage for six seconds. But that means you could cover two spots of the stage for a decent amount of time with up to five uh, campfires that you could make. So make some yeah. traps. Have at it. Do it.
1: Do it. That's cool. Brings back many lovely memories. Hell yeah. Attack. I still can't wear the gobble mail, though.
0: You never will be. <laughs> Unfortunately able to. not. That would be a funny item. <laughs> Put it on and it explodes around you. I mean... We don't have <laughs> yeah. any items that are bad to pick up. I mean, I guess the yeah. fake item box and the fake smash ball. But...
1: yeah. Um, I'm gonna write that down just because it's
0: kinda funny. Okay. So um Actually didn't you make the Bowser ring? And that's that would be a bad item. I did, yeah. From yeah. from Warrior Party. Or Bowser Tube. Bowser Tube. hmm That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So um Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you for for ten seconds you can wear it and run run into opponents and damage them, but after ten seconds it blows up and you take damage. It's like okay. Yep. Bit of a trade off. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Okay. I'm trying to think how to pose this uh question. Hmm. Um top down or three D top down. Okay, we're launching into another Earthbound item, or technically Mother Mother Three, with the seven needles.
0: Oh, okay. Of uh, one of the things that actually has art.
1: Yep. So the seven needles in Mother Three are imperative to the story. They're they're the they're they MacGuffin. You you collect them throughout the game, uh, and the, you're in a mad rush against the pig mask army and the masked man to obtain the needles before they they do. Um, because collecting all seven needles gives you the opportunity to release a primordial dragon from the earth who will follow your wishes, depending on if you're pure of heart or not. So, if Lucas commands the dragon, it will be a light dragon, but if the masked man commands the dragon, it will be a dark one. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um... The seven needles, um, this is using the needles a little bit liberally because in the game they're just needles that you collect that you don't do anything else. They're they're like gates basically that you've taken out of the ground and they are one step closer to unleashing the dragon. Uh, but the artwork looks pretty similar to like a, thing. Okay, a bow ish thing. I can arrow. see, it. I, I see I it. So you turn it on its side and it one of the needles on its side, um, and you use it as a projectile weapon. So, you have seven shots from the seven-needle bow or chain. All ten, right, all right. And it alternates. So, there are dark-powered needles and light-powered needles, uh, each dealing respective dark and light damage. Each shot becomes a little more potent, naturally building up into the 7th and final needle which is a more powerful shot but also if you compound your shot so there's some strategy to it if you shoot an opponent with a dark needle and shoot them with another dark needle and another dark needle you will compound the darkness the dark energy and deal more consecutive damage to them per 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 needle if you were to do the same with a white needle you would compound more damage upon them than, than normally as well so if you combo the needles onto a singular opponent they're, they are um, susceptible to it and they, and they will be dealt more damage
0: I have questions yep you said that the needles alternate between mm-hmm. dark and light mm-hmm. so if I hit you with light and then I hit you with dark and then I hit you with light does that compound with the light? Nope.
2: nope.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think yeah, of how would... you would do that. Yeah. You have to, have you'd have to up, waste um... sh- either waste a shot or turn to shoot somebody else. And I mm-hmm. assume you have a short amount of time to do the compounding.
1: Maybe be a little gracious with it. Maybe uh, several seconds, more than five. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yep. uh, I'm glad I don't have to make a bow and arrow type weapon now because I was just. Because I, at one thing I've written, I like, at some point we'd have a bow, and a, a bow and arrow kind of item in Smash. We need one. But mm-hmm. now it exists, so I don't have to do it. Awesome. Cool. There you go. Unless there I want to make go. a more normal version. I don't know. But <laughs> we have something now. So sweet. That can be used for spirit yep. battles now that where a character needs to use a bow. Buddy. Haha. Yep. Uh, so let's see. We're almost done here. I got three left. You got two left now. Let's go mm-hmm. with a friend. <laughs> Let's go with the pods from Near Automata. Oh, okay. So the pods uh, will work similarly to how they do in Near the Automata. They'll float around. They'll follow you as your character moves around, and similar to the Slime Knight, when you press the A button, they will unleash a uh, string of projectiles that just go in a fl- that just go in a straight forward line. The pods will always. Uh, they fluctuate they're where they're flying a little bit as you're moving around, but when you're seeing still, they will always stay at about uh like chin level to your character mm-hmm. or equivalent. Or so, some characters it's a little bit different, like Ivy they're gonna be like a little bit higher than your head. But for the most part, for most characters, somewhere to to your head's height, like typically a little bit lower on it, mm-hmm. and they'll just fire the shots from there. Uh, with each press of the attack button. Uh, I think they're supposed to shoot Yeah, three mm. bullets with just a single press, kinda of like basically like a Gatling gun kind of style. Just three quick shots. But if you just hold down the button or you rapid tap it, then they'll continue to fire. Nice. Uh naturally, you know, like other shooting type, like items, they only have so much ammo. Uh and they'll disappear either after a set time or once their ammo is expired.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Getting in one of those other uh, game of the year run- runners for you.
0: Yeah, in a very fun game. If confusing. <laughs> yeah. I Still don't know what the hell is going on with part of its plot. It's like, what the fuck is this game?
1: An- another game in my backlog that I need to get to one day. But mm. I, but several people that we know, including you, have endorsed it. Um, I remember when I said I had one more explosive item. I lied because I forgot that I had this one.
0: Wow!
1: Just like how Nintendo forgot about the Star Fox series, so it's the homing launch launcher okay. from Star Fox Assault, um, a game that I think is underrated. Um, some of the walking portions were whatever, but overall, it's pretty solid and it advanced the story, which Star Fox hasn't done since.
2: Mm, mm, well, mm. since
1: Command, since mm. Command, mm-hmm. but Command sucked and it's non-canon. <laughs> Let's defeat the Angler threat and then go into a reality where Crystal becomes a character named Cursed. And become a G Zero pilot with Falco. I can't believe I can't believe that all these years later that's where they left off. Um we need to do something and it's not Star Fox sixty-four for the fifth time.
0: It'll be it'll be a switch port of Star Fox sixty four three D. <laughs> Can we get Star Fox
1: Grand Prix instead? At this point I'd even take that. Can we get can we get the rumored Star Fox and Metroid crossover? I forgot about that one. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Jeez. Can we get a Andrew Oikeney dating simulator? Anything at this point. Dream Daddy X Andrew Oykney. Cooking with Pigma. <laughs> What are you cooking, James McCloud?
0: I, I would actually be down for a prequel game with with James's team. James, Pe- mm-hmm. young Peppy, uh, and Pigma. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see that. And of course it has to end with uh, Pigma's betrayal.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That would be Nintendo getting ballsy for the first time in a while since they couldn't even bear it in the Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Wasted. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh uh-huh I'm, I'm just not interested um so it's a homing launcher you, you grab onto it you kind of move around a little funky because it's, it's so heavy and then you shoot something and it locks on with the reticle onto the ne- nearest opponent and you moves into them and if it contacts them it's gonna deal really heavy damage knockback and explode it's, it's an item that I could see a character like Wolf maybe having if they redid his moveset and, and gave him some assault weapons. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> totally wasn't reword. in my list of ideas for a yep. Wolf remake. That, the grenade, the... The demon the launcher.
1: Jetpack, jet yes, <sighs> yep. Demon launcher, yeah. I mean, you can easily go from homing launcher to demon launcher is another item as well. It's in the cards. I mean, that... Star Fox Assault and playing um, multiplayer, some of the best gaming memories I
0: have. It was a good uh, game. People mm-hmm. hated the land combat, but it was actually good. Yeah. I, I, I thought never, it I didn't was really... too different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which which Nintendo responded to with with multiple remakes of Light Wars. So, good times. Star Fox Two on the NSO is the precious thing we've gotten, and it's a in support of an unreleased game from the early nineties.
0: I don't mind Star Fox sixty four because again, you know we got other sixty four games on the three DS: Majora's Mask, Clockwork mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Time, and Mark's right. I think it was just those four actually. Now that I think about it. But then mm-hmm. when Star Fox Zero was just the Light, Light Wars again, it's like okay. Really, really. Mm-hmm. The Liont
1: Wars with bizarre controls.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: On to Down our last ones. Yep.
0: You know, sometimes when you're playing a game, you 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 need to like stop playing or just like, oh man. There's a boss fight here. I need to save my game. Mm-hmm. And so I give you the save crystal from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Which is actually an item that you can yeah. that you can acquire. In the final dungeon of the game, there is no save point in the final dungeon of the game, but there's a chest where you can pick up a save crystal. And it just looks like, you know, the crystal it kinda it kind of looks like uh the S block or whatever it's called from Tetris. The, the jackety block that, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of it looks like that. But you can... When you pick... When you choose to activate the item from your menu, you create a save point right there, wherever you're standing. So you can just pick where you want your save point in the dungeon, which is a really interesting idea. It's actually really mm-hmm. cool that you can do that. It's like... Some games will give you a few... Sometimes they'll give you a few save points in Final Dungeon. Some games will give you none. Final Fantasy three, Go fuck yourself. Uh, but then was just like, choose where you want your save point. It's up to you. Yeah. But if you put it on this one screen, you might break the game. I mean, you may, you may, you may soft lock yourself. So don't put it on Not that good. one screen. But if you put it on another screen and you don't put it on the menu, because the menu will tell you like what the name of the screen is you're on whenever you're in the menu. One screen, if you put it <laughs> the, the, in there, it changes it to save secret cow level. <laughs> yep, they they pull the Diablo reference, but as far as nice. the smash the concern, the save crystal. Uh, when it's on the stage, when you first pick it up, it's in that crystal form, the little jaggedy block. Mm-hmm. But then when you throw it, wherever it lands, a save point will sprout, and it'll look like the save point three out of Final Fantasy 7. The save point only stays active for seven seconds. That's it. Nice. If you are KO'd by any means during those seven seconds, you will not lose a stock. Instead, you will be warped immediately to where the save crystal was placed. Nice. Any item you are still holding or any effects you were under, such as uh, being shrunk or um, holding on to a piece of the dragoon, you'll keep. You basically just get a reset. But mm-hmm. you're at zero percent damage.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Nice. Uh you can try and throw when it's when it's just a crystal piece, you can try and throw it at an opponent, but it will just do the absolute minimum, zero point one percent damage. So don't even try it. Use it effectively. <laughs> Either use it effectively or throw it off, say just say, Fuck this item, this is bullshit. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. There's a few items. for the most part, I'm an item friendly player, but there's a few items where I'm just like, Yeah, get this out of here. Gus bellows, go fuck yeah. yourself. Don't like you. You're mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Beetle, go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Hate it. But uh, yeah, and, and it only works once. So once the save crystal saves you, it breaks and it fades away. Uh, and also because of how it works, it cannot spawn during stamina matches. Because mm-hmm. that'd, be that that'd be bullshit.
1: Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Cool. That, that's an ingenious work. Much like your recent Paper Mario Partners deep dive for a future game in the series.
0: Give me a shy guy Tattler. Give me a Charge and Chuck.
1: Give me a Charge and Chuck in everything. Give me a Charge and Chuck in every Mario sports game.
0: Give me an ant trooper. It makes
2: sense.
1: Yes. The Charge and Chucks won the Super Bowl here. Makes
0: Man, sense. I don't I don't care about the Super Bowl.
1: Do I like man? Company. Man, the Sport uh,
0: Boy con is happening, and man, the tickets are insane.
2: Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> With that being said, we're in our final items now. Yep. What wonders await? What's my final, final what's item? Final one. My final item celebrates the recent uh N- Nintendo Direct that we had for February. That was amazing. It's very, very good. Uh, and it opened with a particular thing. Mm-hmm. Pikmin 4.
2: Yes it did. Which yes, looks awesome. Did. There
1: there's there's a dog named Ochi
0: that, that follows you around. The the new captains is uh, a little off, but it's pre-release footage, so I'm sure it'll improve. The, the the well who seems like the
1: primary captain, the, the pink haired one, uh looks similar to to a guy from a show that I know you are not watching, and I don't blame you, considering, uh, but he looks like it looks like a guy from House of the Dragon who has a foot wow. flash and I oh, have one stuck in my head. Yeah, okay. yeah. Some, something. So why don't you just your item then? <laughs> so it's not from Pikmin Four. I have no idea what items are going to be picking Four. I think this one has a pretty it good. It might bet. be. We don't know. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to Pikmin Four a lot. I'm glad it's coming out relatively soon. Yeah, April wasn't it?
0: Like, yeah. <sighs> Nintendo has adopted a strategy the past couple of years, where for some mm-hmm. of the, I think that I think they got burned by the Metroid Prime Four announcement is what really did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the Zelda uh, sequel, which is like, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to announce a game until it's like four months away from release, because that way we don't have to announce it's getting delayed, and get would deal with people being mad. <laughs> Which, like, that's yeah. fair. Honestly, that's fair. It also gives less it, time for people to hype themselves up too much. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to Saga? Yeah, Cyberpunk. they were like,
1: oh, yeah, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games are out on NSO today. Uh, Metroid Prime Remaster is out on uh, the eShop today. Like, Xenoblade 3 won, they did it with. It was game. like,
0: yeah, here's Xenoblade 3 mm-hmm. trailer. By the way, it's coming out in like four months. It's like, it's what?
1: Uh huh. That was a shock. That was a shock. A big, big ass game like that, and they just whipped it out. Yeah, makes me excited for Monolith Soft's future. I'm interested to see what else they come up with, but Xenoblade is very, very good. So I'm I need a Xenoblade Four. More. You haven't beaten three yet,
0: but I need to know what happens next.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: the ending!
1: We might get a bit of that in the DLC. That was that was interesting to see too. Um, all that said. I don't know if you uh, noticed, Tickman. but
0: that was but that was adult shulk and Rex. Rex got buff. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I didn't uh-huh. recognize him until I was looking at people's comments, like, oh my god, that is Rex.
2: <laughs> no yeah, wonder he
0: quite, got three cool. wives. <laughs>
1: yes. That aside, it was quite cool. Um so the ultra spicy spray is my final item. Okay. Wasn't really planned out that way. It just kind of got here. Okay. Um, but it's it's a neat little thing. Uh, so in Pikmin, I mean, you spray it on yourself and you get a you, you get a buff for for a little while with your Pikmin. They're they're a little stronger or whatever. It doesn't work that way in Smash. I wanted it to be more unique than that. Uh, so you spray it forward. So you're not spraying it on yourself, but you are spraying it forward. And when you do, a cloud appears, so you can run into it as well. Um, Or you can spray it directly on opponents or even your teammates. When you do so, when you are afflicted by the spicy spray, you get flame breath, like if you ate a super spicy curry.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Spray it for long periods of time, like if you just hold on to it and you're spraying it out of the bottle repeatedly without moving or whatever. It catches fire and becomes a fire-breath-like attack.
0: Hmm. There you go. That's it. It's a wrap, everybody. Almost. Yep. Just one more. Something I've been saving for the end.
1: Master Mummy's bandages.
0: No. Although I was originally going to do an ARMS uh, item in this episode. Uh, I had it Mm -hmm. in the original list. Uh, but mm-hmm. I ended up cutting it because I was having trouble visualizing it.
1: That's fair.
0: Oh. Uh, instead, we have a Smash original, the Barrier Shield. Now, if you remember uh, my Mega Man.exe move set from the end of last season, and it's 80 special moves, mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. myself. One of them yep. was called Barrier. Uh, a, a translucent uh, circular bear, or spherical bear would surround itself around Mega Man. And it will protect him from 10% of damage. And once that threshold had been hit, the bear would be destroyed. This is pretty much the same thing. Uh, except it's a little bit better. Uh, it will, did I write down? I don't, I did not write down how much health it has. 20%. It's got 20% health. Let's fucking go. It's got 20% health on it, maybe 25, who knows. Uh, And it will protect from melee and projectile attacks. But uh, as it takes damage, you know, it's going to get weaker and it's going to show that weakness in its coloration. The barrier started out with blue, it's at full health, uh, but then it will change from yellow when it's about half health left, red when it's at quarter health, quarter health. And once it's gone, it will break and your character can take damage again. Now it only protects you from active sources of damage. So, you know, being hit by a melee attack, being shot. But if you're in like, say, Uh, a poisonous field of saved from the Ashley Assist Trophy, or if you're in the side of the effect of an opponent's super repel item, you're going to be taking that damage. That's going to seep through the barrier. Uh, Mm Essentially, if you've like... If you had a flower on your head before you activated the the barrier, that flower is still going to be causing you damage. Mm -hmm. Or if you touch um, some lava or something, that's still going to damage you. But... For, like, normal attacks, it'll protect you from that damage. Right. And, if, and uh, if you don't get attacked, then it will still destroy itself after a set amount of time passes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. All right. That's the bear issue. That's, that's my neat.
1: final item. That's pretty neat. And we, uh, I'm going to spray some just ultra spicy pepper spray just right on through there. and
0: mm. Ooh, I don't Give like you a little taste.
1: Experience. Yeah, just like that. Looks pretty
0: bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You look a little buffer though.
0: That's a lie. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it. We got forty items done. They're all going to be uploaded to Smashpedia Wiki. Uh, hopefully, by the time this episode goes up, you know sometimes things don't. Uh, some sometimes, sometimes we get lazy. But at least it's better than in season one, where some things did not get uploaded until the very next season. We've gotten better. Yeah. We've gotten better. But uh, this episode is over. Uh, we've covered everything. There is the cover. Next time, it's a Smasher Dash. And do you smell bacon? I think I smell yeah. bacon. That's weird.
1: I th- I think a Woofy left the grill on.
0: It's strange.
1: Mm-hmm. Who
0: left a Woofy in charge of the grill?
1: Wong from Doctor Strange.
0: Oh, he would do that. Damn it, Wongers. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out what that's all about next time. See you all then, everyone.
1: See you then.
2: Two and a half hours.